It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good Tuesday morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. A ton to get to today. I'm Jen Hale. That's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. How good, are we today? Good morning, Jen. Good morning. <laughs> what happened? I'm guessing that LeBron should finally win a basketball game tonight at Orlando. Oh, Oh, wait. The Magic to beat the, the Celtics twice the Lakers, in three days? The Lakers are four-point underdogs at Orlando. How can that be? You do They're the Lakers. Orlando beat the Celtics twice it's, in three days. It's the Orlando tragic. Oh, well, what about the Led Celtics? Led by a rookie. So, so who has the best record in the East? Huh? The best record in yeah. the East? What does that the, the, matter? The Magic beat them oh, twice in three days. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh, oh those poor Lakers hey, hey, at Orlando. I, I'm worried about Gold James passing right. Kareem. No, that's all I'm worried Okay, about. that's okay. Sideshow. <laughs> what else? That'll be a great topic, guys. But not what we're starting with today. A bit more serious subject to begin with. Yesterday, Tua Tagovailoa entered the league's concussion protocols after telling doctors he had concussion-like symptoms. Important because this is the second time Tua has been entered into the protocols this season. Shannon, what's your reaction to this news? I'm trying to figure out, Skip. The man did this early in the second quarter. How the hell did he play the entire rest of the game with no nothing? Well, what are the spotters? The spotters, him or her, he or she, is not doing their job. This is the third time, Skip. The man has, had, has been slung to the ground. And he hits the back of his head every single time. You remember right. Buffalo when they shoved him down? Do the it. back of his head. Uh, Cincinnati, three, uh, four days later, Reader, I think it was Reader that sacked him, hit the back of his head. Yep. And now Thursday, I mean, excuse me, now Sunday, the, okay. back, of, the back of his head. Skip, let me give you a video. C- can we pull that video of, of, of Kansas City, MBS, Valdez Scanlon? Do we have that? Watch this, Skip. He took a shot. The spotter called him out the field. I, we didn't, we needed, I wish we could have got, got the play because okay. he caught a little jailbreak screen. All right. And they said, no, 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 we're not going to go. You need to go out the field. Okay, well, we see this commonplace. It happens every Sunday. Why we yeah. never see it with Tua? I don't know. The guy that has a history, Skip. Mm. Pre-concussion, he was 9-12, 229, 19.1 yards per attempt, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Mm-hmm. After that hit, he was 7-13, 81 yards, 6.2 mm-hmm. yards attempt, three interceptions. Mm. They keep failing this man because now he, he displayed no symptoms from that point on. Remember in the Buffalo game, Skip, they talked about it was his back. Mm-hmm. You know, he had some back injuries in the offseason, and so that's what flared up, or that's what he told him. Yep. I don't believe that. I believe the spotters, the Dolphins, and the NFL are failing Tua. And if he's not careful, Skip, he's going to end his career on a football field. And that's not a good look. That's not good for him. That's not good for the league. Mm. But the man is hit his head. 
They can say it was his back in Buffalo, but that was a concussion. We know that. So that's three concussions in a span of four months. I'm not a medical expert, but I just know that's not very good. Three of anything in a small small window of time is not good. Okay. So my question back to you, and I hear everything you just said, is against Buffalo and Miami, I saw glaring, obvious, screaming symptoms. Right. I, I saw. Uh, I, well, I saw wobbling. They, had, they almost yeah, had to catch him to, to keep the ball. Catch him. Yes. Okay. That that just screams. We we need to take him at least take him out of the football game right. to take a look at him. Gotcha. That did not happen, did not. and they claimed back. Back. Okay. He even claimed back yes. after the game. Then Cincinnati was far more obvious, yes. and immediately he's gone, and he's gone to the hospital. But I'm. But let me yeah. ask you a question, Skip. I don't believe. Had he not not been been knocked unconscious, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure he comes out of that game. Yep. It was that it was so obvious that he had frozen. The brain right. had suffered so much trauma in a small window of time that he was frozen. Okay, well his hands are yes. seizing up. Yes. Right? Okay. Glaring symptoms yes. of concussion. I watched this whole game mm-hmm. pretty carefully and after said hit, where his, his head does pop back, right. it, it wasn't it wasn't glaring how his head bounced off right. the turf this time. It wasn't as bad as it happened against Buffalo, Buffalo or, 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 Cincinnati. or Cincinnati. Correct, correct. But to your point, he has a history. But but then he didn't exhibit any other symptoms. You, you have to see what. Well, I couldn't see him. He didn't stagger. Right. He, he didn't like Valdez Scantling seemed like out of it, like he's sort of teetering. He's he's teetering on his feet. And finally, the ref says, "Time out. Hold on." We, we got to check this man. We got to send him off and have him checked. Okay, so after this play in question, I, I don't see anything where he gets up. And because that's a fairly routine fall for a quarterback, even though the back of his head does pop off the ground. Right. It doesn't like sledgehammer off the ground, right. but it popped against the turf. Right. And the turf, as you know, is way too hard. We, we know that's an even, issue. Even, even though that's great, even though that's Miami skip, that's natural grass. It is, yeah. The other, but the other two times prior to this, yeah. what had happened? The back of his head had hit. Okay, I got it. But in this case, Mike McDaniel said yesterday, no one recognized anything with regard to any sort of hit. I can't really tell you exactly what it was because there was nothing obvious. He did not stagger. He, 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 he did not exhibit problems remembering the plays or having a problem getting the play call out in the huddle to where one of the offensive linemen or one of the receivers said, hey, Mike, or just one of the coaches, he, he's got issues going on. Well, it here. wasn't like, I think, I forget the game, Skip, where the, uh, uh, the, the uh, receiver is jumping up and down. Like, no, we got to stop calling the timeout. This man yeah. is not able. He's jumping yeah. up and down. It right. wasn't a situation like that, Skip. But it's not Mike McDaniel's job to recognize whether or not to no. That's the spotter's no. job. Okay. And the, he got hit in the back of his head, Skip. Okay. That's where he's the most susceptible. Okay. Susceptible. So would the Dolphins have been okay if he had suddenly been called down upon to be yanked from the game and to be checked out for a concussion because they're winning the game. They right. were up, what would they get up? Um, they were up 10. 10. 20 to 10, right? Yeah. 20 to 10 mm-hmm. going to halftime. Yes. Okay. It's a big game for them, obviously, but the game is irrelevant right. d- d- when, when we're, his health, his long-term health right. comes into question. Okay. So it sounds like nobody on the team, nobody in the locker room, nobody in the coaching staff 
even suspected for one second that he had any concussion thing going on at all. That's right. what it sounds like yeah. from everything that was yeah. said. And nobody said a peep about it after the game. Nobody wrote about it. Nobody called it into question that I know of until Tua comes in yesterday morning and he apprises Mike McDaniel first and then the medical staff second. I'm having symptoms. I don't know what that, if he had nausea, he might have some nausea, he might have headaches, right. who, who knows? His eyes might ache. There, there could be a thousand things going on right. with head injuries because, as you well know, the problem with concussions are they are cumulative. Mm-hmm. You are actually bruising the brain. And right. once it gets bruised the first time, it is far more susceptible to a second bruising and then a third bruising and a fourth bruising. And if you get into the fourth area, you're starting to threaten your long-term mental capabilities. Forget your career. You're talking about I'm just talking about being the function. Correct. Post-career. Now we're getting into CTE area. Yes. Okay. So... Obviously, the first thing I thought of was, what? And then, of course, I had that little bit of skepticism because I thought, now, wait a second. Is, it, is this a cry wolf here where he'd thrown three, three interceptions, interceptions and they right. were so bad and they have lost four straight games all of a sudden? And, and is he saying, well, I've, I've got a little bit of a headache here and they have to because we're in this era that we're in. They have to say, oh, my God, right. we, we got we to address this. How about can we but, but, about one other quick point. Okay. Mike McDaniel wouldn't even rule him out for Sunday's game in New England yet because it sounds like he's a little skeptical about exactly what's going on here. If it were a full-on, out-and-out concussion syndrome where he's in the protocol, well, clearly... It wouldn't he be out for right. Sunday's game? But Skip, why we can't err on the side of caution when it comes to concussion like they do with the quarterback? Okay. They say when in doubt, throw the flag. Yeah. So why would why can't spotters when okay. in doubt pull two out of the game? Yeah. Because players, you got sometimes Skip, you got to protect players from okay. themselves. That is your I, responsibility. I'm, okay, I got it, but I'm sure there's some cause for alarm upstairs. That what if you yank him out of the game? For, for the wrong reason, because there's no reason to but, yank him out. And, it, and it's such a big game because the playoffs are obviously But again, But you're telling us winning is yeah. not the most important nope, thing. You're you telling are. us that health is the most important thing. So either health is more important than yep. winning or it's not. Yep. Whichever the case may be, I can okay. live with it. Just be straight okay. up with me. All right. I got it. Here's my point about Tua. He is what he is not. And, and again, I'm not being a hypocrite because I kept first guessing this when he was at Alabama. It was reported by ESPN that he had five different surgeries while he was in college, while he was in college, including the worst one was the hip, which is career threatening. Right. But he bounced back. Took a while, but he bounced back from that one. He has been a little beat up to a lot beat up the whole time he's been playing in pro football because he has one of those bodies that isn't made for your sport. Right. It's, it's just a little too fragile. It's a little brittle. It, it's a little too eggshelly mm-hmm. to play professional football at the level he plays it at. What's my saying? Mm-hmm. If you limp into the league, yeah. you're going to limp up out of it. So he came into the league with limping. He was really limping okay. into the league, and he has really limped the whole time he's whole been time. there. The whole time. If I could give him my two cents worth of advice from a distance – I would tell him to call Walk it a away. career. I, I Seriously, because now you're in grave danger yeah. territory. Now, I, I don't know what his long-term plans are, family, whatever his family. Listen, you are in severe danger 
of having long-term head mental health issues yeah. with, with the head yeah. injury health issues. I, I'll, I'll never forget, I went to this Roger Staubach, and remember, yeah. he started late because he went to Vietnam. Vietnam. And, and he doesn't start until he's 28, and then it takes him a while to win the job Craig away Morton. from Craig Morton, and they were alternating for a while, and you know the rest of the story. But they finally break through, and all of a sudden, they win a couple of Super Bowls, and then they lose a couple to Pittsburgh. But at 38, which felt like was the prime of his life, and I'm covering the team at this point, and I was pretty close to him, he just calls it a day out of nowhere, and it was a shocker. And I called him at home that evening, and I said, what is going on? And he said, I had two doctors tell me, Roger, you're either going to walk away now or you are in grave danger. And he had a big family. Yeah. And, but he had four kids at the time, right? Yeah, and, and a burgeoning real estate, big, yeah. like just a powerhouse empire, in Dallas. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an empire. And he just said, I can't do it. Well, nobody loved playing. Trust me, of yeah. all the humans I've ever known who played your game, nobody loved playing more than he did. And he ended up competing. I used to compete against him in, in basketball at the aerobic center because he just couldn't find an outlet. Right. He was out of his mind to find a competitive release. But he walked away still in the, the late prime of his life because they told him no. Well, isn't, haven't we pretty much come to that? We've I, arrived I like, at that zero hour for Tua? Skip, I think I can speak to something All like right. this. Because you know I have a brother. Yeah. And uh, I, I, a, Yeah, I, I watched that happen because I was working with your brother at the time. He had to walk away. And uh, at 29 years of age, yep. he took a, I mean, a routine. Yep. Uh, Thomas Everett grazed his face mask. Yep. Had a great game, thousand yard, had eighteen hundred, had eighteen touchdowns that season. Made the Pro Tom, Bowl. Thomas Everett played at Baylor, Baylor wound up Baylor, playing for, for the Cowboys, Cowboys won the Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. So he's like, he's like, I called him that Monday. I said, bro, what happened? I saw he's yep. like, yeah, man, my, uh, you know, I lost sensation again in my hands. He had happened the previous week yep. against Atlanta. Scott Casey brushed it. Yeah. This and is cervical. This, this is high, high spine. Yeah, neck. I think C one, C two. Yep. Maybe three, three, four. Yep. So he goes to the doctor in Indy, and he calls me. He says, I'm done. I said, done with what? You done with the visit? He said, no, I'm done with football. Ooh. He said, the doctor told me if I take How old these- was he? You said 20, 29. 29, okay. He said, the doctor told me, he said, I got a warning, I got lucky. He said, probably the next time, I'm going to be a quadriplegic. <sighs> Tua, you got to make a decision, bro. Mm-hmm. Is foot playing football more important than possibly you not knowing who or your family is at some point in time in the future? Yep. In the very near future. Yep. Not when you're 50, 60. Yep. We're talking about when you're 35, maybe even 40. Yep, because this head trauma is coming with greater regularity. It is. This is three times. Now, they can say uh, 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 Buffalo was a back injury, but we know it was not a back injury. Skip, that's three times in four months that man has hit the back of his head the yep. same spot. And the same results have happened. It's it's the same play. It's a little bit of a whiplash, but but that one was fairly routine yeah. to me. Somehow I don't know how Skip he didn't he still hasn't learned how to fall, but he, he gets hasn't. tackled That's in the true. back of the first thing to hit is the back of his head. Dang. It is. It's recurring theme for him. So I, he, I, he doesn't know how to protect his head no, when he falls. No. Okay. He, I mean, I I just don't get it. And then some, like I said, on that situation, the officials. They err on the side of caution. They've told them, the competition committee, the owners, when in doubt, throw the flag. If Throw the flag. Spotters, when in doubt, call down and get that man off the field to get him evaluated. Yeah. In, in this case, you almost have to take into account his, his history, history yes. right? Yes. You, you can't just deal with him as just another player. Correct. No, he's that, that player, player who's gone through those things, right? He, did he miss what? He missed like two weeks. 
after two weeks, three yep. weeks, maybe after the yep. Cincinnati situation. Mm -hmm. So that should be cause for pause. Now, now, Skip, I'm on high alert. My antenna is up. I see him any kind of way. His, you know, he take a big shot. Head, helmet, obviously helmet to helmet, Skip. But if his head, because every time he gets sacked, his head hit the carpet. Yep. And I'm like, bro, how do you, how have you not learned how to fall to protect yourself? Normally, Skip, you have an injury. You do everything you possibly can to not, not to fall on that injured shoulder yep. or that injured, you know what I'm saying, that injured ankle, leg, yep. whatever the case may be. Bruh, he had these head trauma, and every time he gets sacked or something happens, the back of his head, I don't know how don't that's either. managed to happen. I don't either. I see so many quarterbacks take so much punishment, especially in, in the good old days, the quote-unquote oh, good yeah. old days, but it used to be where guys would just get rocked. And Absolutely. Like my man Troy Aikman in Dallas in his first, what, couple, three years? Oh, you yeah. want to talk about taking a beating? Yeah. But – he, 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 Head-wise, he, he was good. But that's why he yeah. had to retire. Yeah. He had to walk away. He had to walk away because of other things, mm -hmm. but not about his head. Tom Brady, has, he's been sacked more than anybody. And, and again, he's the most protected quarterback ever. But you can't protect. He's still going to get hit. Right. But he had the one concussion issue, I think, that first year in Tampa, okay. when, when I think Khalil Mack oh, yeah, got okay, him on okay. that yeah, Thursday yeah, yeah, night. Yeah. And his now ex-wife has complained before about head injuries. But for the most part, he's been pretty good about protecting his own head. Right. But, but some guys just can't. Right. And, and Tua falls into that category. Mm -hmm. And I feel for him because he, he wound up in the perfect situation for him with a, a, a young head coach who put an arm around him and loved him and believed, believed in him, him and, and tried to set him up to do what he does best. Mm -hmm. And they go out and get Tyreek to go with Waddle, to go with Sherfield, to go with Sed Wilson, to go with what I think Gisecki. is... Yeah, yeah, they get, those, they get those yeah. running backs. They that, got Mostert. They, got they Mostert. go get Wilson they, Jr. They did. And, and all of a sudden, he's having a career year up until the last couple of games. Right. But, but overall, if you just look at his body of work this year, you'd say, well, these are career stats yeah, he was, for him. Yeah, he was, I mean, at one point in time, he was like the third of the favorite for the MVP. He was. That's the type yeah. of season. We saw what he did in, uh, in Baltimore, Skip. 400, they was down, what, 17? He did. Uh, uh, yep. 400 plus uh, yards passing, th four, four or five touchdowns. Yep. So he was having a sensational season. But, Skip, I think this is, I mean, you can throw him back out there because you want to win the game. Yeah. But you're doing him no favors. No. Nope. You're trying, you're, you're sacrificing this kid for the well being of your football team. And that's not right. No, I totally agree. And, as painful as it is for us to say it, it's just time for him to go home. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah. The, the, skip. The reward doesn't outweigh the risk. Yep. For what? I mean, what? Okay, you make a Pro Bowl. You make. What good is that if you don't? You don't remember making the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that ain't no good if you don't remember your. You don't know your family. You don't know who your kids are. You don't know who your mom. What good is that? Yeah. All those awards don't mean jack. And and he has said. His family takes it harder than he does. It doesn't bother him, but he said it bothers my parents a right. lot. Well, it, it better. Mm -hmm. It should. Of course. Yeah. They cringe every time yeah. you get – I mean, the, right. the hip didn't bother me, but it, my, my sister, my uh, – Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> they, they don't pins the needle up there. Mm -hmm. Jen? Well, guys, what a head coaching change – turn Russell Wilson and the Broncos around? That's the big question in Denver right now with Nathaniel Hackett's exit and departure. Plus, should we believe Mac Jones's explanation of going low on Eli yeah. Apple this past weekend? That and a whole lot more to get to right here on Undisputed.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Yesterday's big news, the Broncos firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett after that 51-14 loss to the Rams on Christmas Day. Hackett 4-11 in his first season. It's the shortest tenure of any non-interim Broncos head coach in franchise history. Shannon, this is your team. Looking at the future for me, where do the Broncos go from here? Hopefully up. <laughs> they can't be any lower than what they are right now. They're lower than well poop right now. They're at the mm. bottom of the sea. Mm. Last in a lot of statistical categories, and that's not what they expected when they traded all of what they traded and paid Russell Wilson what they paid him. Um, this was the right decision. Um, the team had lost confidence in Nathaniel Hackett. You can only tell, look at the defense. The defense came in third, had only given up an average of 18 points a game, and they gave up 51 mm. against a team with a bad, banged-up offensive line, a quarterback that's only been there for like uh, 24 hours. That's unacceptable. They're fighting amongst themselves. They're fighting after the game. The, 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 the Waltons, the new ownership, had no choice. It's, we talked about it yesterday. I said, they're not beholden to you now, bro. You were hired before they got there. Mm-hmm. And in, in talking to them, they want to win. They didn't just make – worth $65, $70 billion. What's $30 million to them? They'll eat that. Mm. And it doesn't go against the cap. So you couldn't do anything with Russ. You cut Russ. That's $107 million in dead cap. You can't eat that right now. But, Russ, you on bar time next year. Mm. General manager, you on bar time. Because so. you gave, you first of all, you hired Nathaniel Hackett, and you gave Russ my, our money before we even got there. So, in other words, Skip, I got to pay off a bill that I ain't even purchased the thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Skip, I would love to see D'Amico Ryans and Byron Leftwich get a job this offseason. But I think in this situation, you probably need to go a more proven route. Yeah. Given what Russ is. Now, let me tell you the problem is Russell Wilson has never been a one, two, three, get rid of the ball. One, two, three, four, five, get rid of the ball. He was very good at improvisational. He was very good at skipped at getting off the play that was called, getting what we call off script. Mm-hmm. Russell has lost athleticism. Russ cannot run anybody. So he can't make those improvisational plays like he could for his first 10 years in Seattle. And yeah. now you see. 
Russ, Skip, how many times? You really never see Russ get dragged down from behind. No. Russ can't run. Look, look like Russ cannot run me. But I tell you what, I don't know who the head coach is going to be. The first thing you do, Russell Wilson, I'm locking this office. You will no longer have an office. <laughs> All those parking spaces that you get at the stadium, they're gone too. Because you're putting yourself in front of the team. And I said it before and I'll say it again and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. You ticked a lot of people off with your attitude, bro. Mm-hmm. Now you can come out here and talk about we're a team and I'm good with my teammates. But deep down inside they see them and I'm going to leave it at that. Take mm-hmm. it with what you want to. Mm-hmm. Bronco country, let's... Hide, yeah. not ride, hide, right? Let's yeah. hide. He done crashed the car. Yeah. I told you, remember yesterday, yesterday Skip, I said, let Russ cook. Yeah. Russ was cooking, was frying a turkey and burned the whole damn house down. Forget the meal. We Not only do we not have a meal, we ain't got no place to eat if we had a meal. Because Russ done burned it down. Mm. We talked about, oh, oh, it was Vance Joseph, he can't do this. And, and Big Fangio, he can't do that. They never looked as bad. Yep. With all those, with all, Trevor Simeon and, 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 and Drew Locke and, and Teddy Bridgewater they and did. all those guys, they, they never not. looked as bad as they look right now. That is hard to believe. <sighs> okay, before I get to the bigger picture, back to the little picture, which is Nathaniel Hackett. Since about 1976, I've been very close with his father, Mm -hmm. Paul, who is an offensive guru. Yep. Probably a better play caller than a head coach, but he was a head coach at Pitt and then out here at USC. Right. Southern California. Mm -hmm. Joe Montana and he were so close that Montana had him present when he went to the Hall of Fame. So he had some great days with Joe Montana as his play caller and coordinator along with, obviously, He was Joe in Kansas Walsh. City with Joe he also. Was, he, he, when Joe ended in Kansas City, mm-hmm. he was there. So I first met Nathaniel when he was probably eight years of age, and I could not have imagined that he would ever become head coach of the Denver Broncos because I thought he was the, the one of the two sons who didn't seem to love football that much and, and sort of veered in other directions. Okay. But here he is, and there he was. And yet what happened, I'm pretty sure, is he got very – Nathaniel got very close with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And Aaron has sworn by many, many times publicly and said he just loves having him around. He makes Aaron laugh. He keeps him a little looser. And Aaron thinks he's smart. And right. he, he enjoys the, the sparring mentally with right. him because Aaron always thinks he's the smartest guy in right. the room. And I think Nathaniel's a smart young man at age 42. He's the smartest guy in right. the room. And I think Nathaniel's a smart young man at age 42. So what did George Payton do in Denver? He said, I have designs on Aaron Rodgers, and the best way to grease the skids to get Aaron here in Denver is to go get the coach that he loves the most and make him my head coach. That's a little scary because Nathaniel's been a very good – remember, he he was calling plays for Blake Bortles, and they got all the way to up 20 to 10 early in the fourth quarter at New England. So he did that. He was calling those plays. So he's really good at that. Right. And yet, it felt like the only reason they really hired him the subliminal, you know, sort of the between-the-lines reason was they thought they could get Aaron and they did not land Aaron Rodgers for whatever reason. So here you are, and you got Nathaniel. And all of a sudden, what happened to your schedule? Every game, it seemed like, was a solo-stage game right out of the box. Your first one, it's solo-stage, solo-stage. It seemed like you had about seven in a row where where you were Monday, Sunday night, right? right? Mm -hmm. And, And all of a sudden... It put Nathaniel on the hottest of seats because it put him in the hottest of spotlights. Right, right. And the first game is 
obviously, against Seattle. Monday night. Yeah, on a Monday night. And it comes down to a decision. Are you going to let Russ go for it on fourth and five? Or are you going to try a 64-yard field goal right. by uh, McManus? Right. And maybe Nathaniel was on to something because he had already decided, I, I don't really want my quarterback to try this. I'd rather my kicker try this. Okay. We, I didn't have, well, I did yeah. have a problem with that 64 yards, but Skip. Look how much time he let run off the clock he before did. he called time out. It was terrible, but I don't know if Russ was in charge of that. Nathaniel should have been in of charge. Of course. So was he deferring to Russ? I, I actually thought that he would help Russ be however good Russ could be, but I think Russ is a complete solo act at this point, and I think he had little to no respect for Nathaniel and pretty much cut him out because he's going to run the offense. It's his offense, and I think he got – so many promises coming in. I, I want to run the show here because I couldn't always run the show in Seattle. Well, he Wouldn't never could. And, part and, of the and, and, and Pete was on to something. He was on to it. He got off him. In, in, Pete was on to something. Yep. Pete, and, and running the football and playing lights out yep. defense, I think coming, coming to, 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 to Denver kind of exposed a lot of the weaknesses that Russell displayed. And like I said, Skip, he couldn't get off script now because his athleticism has waned. So now he can't get away yeah. to do all those pirouettes. He can't, get up, he can't do all this run to the left and throw this way or run to the right and do that. He can't do that anymore because the athleticism isn't there and guys are chasing him down. Okay. So his, his glory days in Seattle – were courtesy of, if you really look hard up, of the Legion of Boom yes. because they were sort of running the football team. Yes. And to your point that you made a thousand times on this show, the, the turning point for that football team came down to the, the final play of that, or was it the last, very last play? It was the, 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 Wait, it was the last play for them. Yeah, last play for them, <laughs> exactly. And at that point, Pete Carroll, it appeared, wanted to put the game and the ball and maybe the MVP in the hands of his quarterback. He wanted to go in the direction of his quarterback, and you know the rest of the story. Right. Malcolm Butler happened, greatest defensive play we've ever seen in a Super Bowl, and it ended the game. And Tom Brady's over there jumping up and down like a little kid at Christmas. It right? ended Seattle. Yeah, and it ended. It was the turning point where they just couldn't take it. It tore the guts out of the defense. They were already resentful yeah. because yeah. they said, Pete, you show him favoritism. When you scold, we do something wrong, you scold everybody yeah. else, but you let him skate. Yeah. They grew to be resentful. It wasn't, it wasn't Russell's fault that Pete showed him favoritism, but it's just like the teacher's pet. Even though it's not the he or she's fault that the yeah. teacher loves them more, that is but true. the kids in the classroom will grow resentful of said child. Okay. They grew resentful of Russ because of what Pete was doing for Russ and not holding him accountable. Yep. That's what drove them. That is true. Somewhere Pete Carroll is, is saying, Pete, I, Pete, I, I told you so. Pete <laughs> Carroll right now got the third yeah. pick of the draft. Yeah. He got, whoa, whoa, we got the third pick of the draft. We can go a lot of different ways. We can go Jalen Carter. If we really want to get a quarterback, we go quarterback. We, and plus, we still got our pick. We still got our first round pick. Okay. That's going to be fairly high. All right. So, I'm with you. I don't blame... The, the new family that no, runs this, and they are the dinner. wealthiest family in pro football beyond <laughs> Jerry Jones' money, right? Man, if they had Jerry Jones' money, ain't no telling what they would do. And they jumping out a window. With that little bit of money Jerry got, what they got? <laughs> I mean, he's got a valuable team. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, but not, not that kind of money. They, they can pay Jerry. What, what you want for that? You want $20 billion? We'll give you that because we still got 40 to go. <laughs> okay. So, money is no object, no. except their sport is run by this thing called a salary, salary cap. Exactly. So, you can't defeat that no. no matter how much money you have or Jerry has. You can't you defeat it. You get a coach. You fire all the coaches. I mean, you <laughs> see they fire the offensive yeah, line, coach, the special teams. They don't okay. care about that because they ain't right. going against the salary cap. All right. So, obviously, they hit bottom. 
on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday. at, at yeah. SoFi. Yeah. Because you go in there as a three-point favorite against Baker Mayfield and what's left of the Rams, and, and you, you get blown out 51-14, to 14 and you quit on Nathaniel Hackett. The most you, points ever yeah. scored in a Christmas Day game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's so shameful. You have to do something. Yeah, and, and the easiest target, the first to go, is going to be the head coach because you can get away with that one and it doesn't affect your cap yeah. at all. So I get it. I, I feel sorry for Nathaniel. I. I'm sure Aaron's perked up and said, well, can we get him back here? But they got Tom Clemens to come out of retirement to be his quarterback coach. So I don't think you could do that to Tom Clemens now that Green Bay is hot again. I don't know that you could reinstate Nathaniel. You could bring him back as an advisor or some, you know, assistant quarterback coach. I don't know if you saw the video, but Russell was scrambling out of the pocket. And there's Cortland Sutton jumping up and down the side like, throw me the ball. And Russell, Russell doesn't even look. He's standing up there and he's looking down the field. He throws a pick. And Cortland Sutton. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that's been happening all year long. Absolutely. Okay, so now to the bigger picture. Obviously, the apple of their eye now, the biggest target would be Sean well, Payton, Payton yeah, who's working here for us. us. Yep. But he would be great for you because he's exactly what the doctor ordered for Russell Wilson as right. he turns 35 years of age. Mm-hmm. It would be Sean's greatest challenge, but he did it with an older and aging Drew Brees, and so could he put Russ in the perfect but, spots to... Well, he did it with a broken-down Drew Brees, because you remember Drew Brees, when he, he got did. there, that shoulder skip. Yeah. A, a lot of teams, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Miami failed him on the physical. That's how, he, that's how he ended up going to New Orleans, and he took a very like a $10 million deal. He did? And he proved himself. Okay. Had like three or four, 5,000-yard season, got to and won a Super Bowl with the league's MVP. Sean Payton can work miracles, okay. and he would need to work a miracle. He would need to work a miracle to the point where, and I'm not speaking for Sean here, and I've not spoken to Sean about this, I would be a little surprised if he would take the job because of Russ, yeah. because he might, from a distance, view Russ as unfixable yeah, at this point right? because he's gone over the edge into stardom and celebrity and True. status. And- but Russ Skip game was based on athleticism. It was. The reason why Tom Brady's been able to play 23 no, years is-, is that his game isn't based on athleticism. Nope. So what? All of a sudden, he's running a 7-flat 40. Hell, when he was 22, he ran a 6-flat 40. Okay. So his athleticism hasn't derailed I, I, I swear to you, I think Brady's a little faster now than he was when he ran the ugliest 40 I've ever seen. And that's, go that's, ahead. And that's, that's not saying, saying but- nothing. It's saying nothing. And but so, that's the point. Right. That's, that's why the he- point. He was able to play so long, Skip, because of his athleticism. Russ was an escape artist. Yes! He was best outside the pocket, just off script. Yes. Get him off script, that's when you're that, on script. That's when he's at his best. Yes. So now, he can't get off script because he can't get away to buy him enough time to make those plays. He's never been the guy, Skip, that's one, two, three, and throw the ball. He's never been one, two, three, four, five, and throw the ball. Yep. It's always been, hey, Russ, go make a play. Yeah. And he could do that. Russ can't make any plays now. If, it, if, if it's not drawn up perfect to make a play, he can't make a play. Can't make a play. So you could go other directions. You could go for my coordinator, Dan Quinn, and you could try to strengthen your strength, right. which is your defense. defense D'Amico yeah. Ryans, right. I think, is going to be a star of a head coach. Yeah. But you would start with him strengthening your strength, right. which is the defense, yes. right? Yes. You could do – there are all kinds of 
of younger defensive potential guru head coaches, right. but you had Vic Fangio, who who is going to be big fan, man. Okay. Big Fangio was, was Lombardi to compare to. He, he was no, no, he was. Remember what he did just just a year ago? What he did at Dallas? Yeah. They're up thirty to nothing, four yeah. minutes left in the game. Right. He and he said, "I got the blueprint." And, and if that okay. was the case, they probably should have kept Coach Fangio yeah. and give him a quarterback because that's what they were. And even now, Skip, they, the defenses have been fairly good. Yep. It's just offensively. Skip, you're not winning a whole lot of games scoring 15 points a game. Who the hell do you think you're going to be? Mm-mm. So, ironically, <laughs> by all reports, Sean Payton has already tabbed Vic Fangio to be his coordinator wherever he goes. Right. So, he, you could have a welcome back to Denver, <laughs> except Vic would probably be in the role that he is ultimately suited best suited for, yeah. which is running the defense. Yes. Okay? So, would that be a great fit for you? Sure it would. Yeah, it would. Okay, I just don't know that Sean's going to say, do I, I really yeah. want Because Because whoever comes there is stuck with Russ. You're stuck with you, at least for one year. At, at least maybe for two. Nah, it, nah, it, nah. It's, hell nah, it's, Skip. It's pretty awful what happens even after one what, year. Well, Skip, here's the thing. There's a lot of dead cap I can, going I can, on. That's okay. But at least I have a quarterback. I can't have a dead cap and a dead man playing quarterback for me. <laughs> so something got to give. No, I got it. I, I mean, you, you could bite that bullet and just do it right now. I don't just think cut that. bait. And it's so bad that you're going to wind up trying to surround your next quarterback with a bunch of street free agents. Yeah. Seriously. I don't think you can do it, Skip. That's a hundred and that's, that's a hundred and seven million. Dead. Just you just lost you wasted it. Which brings me to your GM and you brought it up to your credit. Man, how did he survive this? Because this is a move that is absolutely crippling for your franchise. You did this. Yep. And you did pick Nathaniel Hackett, you, you right? Did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And see, Skip, that's why I did like, Shannon, you always like to be in charge. I do. Because if I do something that you wanted me to do and it goes wrong, I'm going to be looking at you some type of way. That <laughs> way, if it goes wrong with me, okay, Shannon, you're the one that chose to go this way. You chose to do this. You chose to do that. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that, Skip. Yep. If you get me out of my routine, I listen to you, yep. I'm going to feel some type of way about you. That's just the way I am. Yeah. Here's my bottom line to this. I didn't realize this until I read this early this morning. Your Denver Broncos, the, the great franchise that you played for, have missed the playoffs seven years in a row? Yeah. Seven years seven. in a row? Seven. That's impossible. Seven. <sighs> okay. We bad, man. We, we, we bad. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, Bronco country. I am wow. sorry. Y'all deserve better than this. And this is some bull jive. Is it? This is some bull jive. This is a tough fix now. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear nothing. Hey, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing about, you know, you get knocked down and get back on the horse. I don't want to hear none of these cliches, Russ. <laughs> I want to see you play better. How about yeah. play better? What, what, where's that cliche that you're going to play better? And do it. Actually do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Former assistant Jerry Rossberg has been named the interim head coach, guys, and this could get worse. Broncos face the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. <laughs> oh. All right, so Mac Jones, sorry, Shannon, you the bearer, bearer of bad news. Mac Jones defended going low on Eli Apple and the Patriots lost to the Bengals. Jones says, quote, I went down in front of him to kind of get in the way to stop him from slowing down Taekwon, who obviously could make the tackle there. I have all the respect for Eli and the Bengals. They played a great game. There's no hard feelings and definitely no intention to hurt anyone. All right, Shannon, are you buying this explanation from Mac Jones? Hell no, I ain't buying that three for a dollar. Stop lying. You slow, you, tr- you skip that. Taekwon Underwood had done shot by Eli Apple. Taquan Underwood ran 427. Yep. Eli Apple can't run, can't run 427 in a, in a Volkswagon. Man, stop. 
instead of just saying, you know, I was wrong. You know, it's a situation yep. that I, you know, it was, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the play was, Skip, because at, whether the, the Ramondre Stevens, I don't know what it was, but I, I think it ended up getting called back. No. Bro, you did a, you did it, a it, cheap. It was unclear whether right. it was going to be allowed right. to be a touchdown. Right. Yeah. That was a cheap move, Skip. Skip, mm-hmm. look, look what happened. Tyquan is already by him. Yep. yep. You were trying to throw a block. What you blocking for? Okay, Skip. He, he's saying he's, he was trying to block a potential blocker. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Hey, thank you. The other team got the – hold on. You do realize you're not supposed to try to help the other guy get to the end zone by blocking, right? Pratt is for the Bengals. Yeah. You play for the you play for the uh, the Patriots. Yeah. So why are you trying to block somebody? Well, I was trying to block the guy that was going to try and block Tyquan Thornton. He, he's saying that Eli Apple would run down – Thornton. and get ahead of him hey, on a play that's full speed where, where you can't risk throwing a, you know, hitting him behind the back, right? Uh, and get ahead of him and block him, and you're telling me you were trying to prevent that? Right. Oh, what it was, Skip, you know what it was? It was the underhand. They had him, and he shuffled the ball underhand. Yeah, and they no, said, no, and they, yeah. Right, and they said, so that's what, that's what the play was. Skip, that was intentional. That was intentional. He did get, he did get fined. Uh, today, I think he got fined $11,000, a little over $11,000, but that was intentional. Don't give me that. That was a split-second decision. That was an intentional act. You were upset that you thought you had turned the ball over, and that's what happens. We see that a lot of times. When quarterbacks throw a pick, what do they do? They take off running trying to make the interception. I'm going to atone for the mistake that I made. Mm-hmm. So Mac Jones had t- thought he had turned the ball over, so he wanted to atone. Well, oh, I can't catch Pratt. Well, let me get somebody. Yep. And he could have seriously hurt Eli Apple. And I get some jack legs out there talking about, well, that's Eli Apple. So what? Eli Apple got a bomb. Eli Apple got brothers and sisters mm-hmm. that care about his sec- uh, uh, safety and security does, just yeah. like everybody else in the NFL. Yep. So don't give me that bull job that's just Eli Apple. Man, Mac Jones, that's so dirty. But, hey, and I don't wish bad on nobody. But my grandma said, boy, you don't wish bad on anybody, but mm-hmm. I ain't going to wish good on them either. <laughs> I ain't going to wish bad on you, Mac Jones, but your day coming. Yep. Now, we done saw several instances. Several. Said, this ain't no one-off. It's skipping with a one-off. I think, okay. But we've seen several instances that somebody going to come and they're going to knock your block off. Mm. And when they do, I'm going to have me a glass of Laportier mm-hmm. because you will have been more than deserving yep. given your behavior and what you've done to guys. You don't do that. That's behind the plate. I, you can't do that, Skip. First of all, the guy's already passed you. Mm. Now, they already say, well, you can't block the quarterback. Skip, you remember you used to headhunt the quarterback. The first thing when you threw an interception, D lineman, linebacker, they run past wide receivers, <laughs> trying to knock the quarterback ass out. <laughs> Your day coming back, because I know this, you're going to throw some interceptions with those jack legs that you got calling plays for yep. you. You're going to turn it over. Mm-hmm. And when they do, I want four or five of them D linemen to make a beeline yep. and drop hammer on your head. Mm-hmm. <sighs> when I read these, Remarks. This this explanation from this young quarterback. I, I went LOL. I, I'd never seen anything like this attempted spin doctrine yeah. of of what actually transpired. It was this is like Saturday Night Live routine right. material. Wait a minute. You're going to go low and block a potential blocker. I've never heard of this in right. my life. But I told you yesterday, in my lengthy career of covering the game, you play right. I have never, ever, ever heard of a quarterback, a quarterback who has been branded as a cheap shot artist dirty. and a dirty player. I never have a I. quarterback. No, it's, they're incapable. They, they, they're not in position right. to cheap shot. 
they get cheap shotted occasionally yeah. and they and flags get thrown Correct. and they're they're very protected. But but what quarterback have you ever known who who could even no. put himself in position to make dirty plays? But somehow this kid has pulled this off yeah. because as you said, this wasn't a first. So what struck me last night as I thought about this is I bring up the name Grayson Allen. Yes. Do you remember Grayson I Allen do. at Duke? Do yeah. you remember him early in his yes. NBA career? Yes. Did he not have a screw loose? Yes. Because he couldn't keep himself from tripping players. Yes. Intentionally tripping players. Mm-hmm. And it got worse and worse. And he was lucky he didn't get his block knocked off yes. by somebody. But he had Krzyzewski on his side. And, and finally, to his credit, he is – I, I, I'm assuming he had to undergo some kind of right. counseling to get right. this out of his psyche, <laughs> but but he did. And now he is a credible, productive player right. for, for a very right. good team, right? right? He he plays very well for yeah. them. He's, he, he starts a lot. He, yeah. he contributes. Yeah, Skip, okay. he's on that national – remember his, yeah. his freshman year, he's on no, that no, national no, championship no, team. No, he's, he's, he, a, he's, a good, he's a good player, he, a solid he, player. He was a, a slam dunk champion yeah. coming out of Jacksonville, yes. I recall. Mm-hmm. But my point is – there, there's some screw loose here on Mac Jones because I don't know if we've been showing these plays, but the, but, Brian Burns but the first one was the Brian Burns. He, he, he gets strip sacked and he reaches out and grabs his right. ankle and twists it and rolls over. If, on if it. I gave the benefit of the doubt, I said, what? well, no, he's trying to keep Brian Burns from going to get the ball. No, but no, no bro, you dirty. To hurt him. And then he's you leg locked him. Yeah, he's just trying to get revenge on him for, for getting strip sacked. Right. I've never seen it. It's like childishness. But, but that's pretty crazy. And then. <laughs> If we'd see the spikes high slide into the bear safety, Brisker right. gets him in the man region. I, I don't know. This is so blatantly dirty where he just goes in I, with, with they might up teach, high. They might teach that, Skip, they might teach that because Brady used to do that a lot. I think, I, I think they teach that in New England. You think so? Yeah. All right, because Brady got, Brady, got, uh, Brady got Ed Reed a couple of times. He maybe, got fined for a couple of those. But that was so blatant. Yeah, yeah, that, that looked like it was targeted, right? And, and then they came right back and he threw a pick. Yeah. And I was happy. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm happy. Okay. So we're seeing multiple yes. instances yes. of dirty plays right. from a quarterback? Right. Well, speaking of Brady, it's not Brady-esque. I, I mean, to me, Brady never had any reputation. It's not like they teach being a dirty uh, quarterback. Well, they, t- they tell you yeah. now for the most part, yeah. Skip, you're the quarterback, just drop to the ground because they're yeah. coming. Now, if you if you away from the play, you drop to the ground, they can't do anything. Now, you get your butt in the way, I'm telling you, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna put you through the dirt. They're going to put you under the dirt. They're trying to. Man. Well, he's but, got enough problems just trying to play the position. But don't it's worry. hard enough, they man. They're going to get him. Well, they're going to get him. That's the problem. Absolutely. And, and, and his quote yesterday on his radio gig was, it's just part of the game. No, no it's, it not. No, it's no, not. No, that's not part of the game. Skip, I, look, play, I, I, Skip, I played me and Rodney Harrison. Yeah. And everybody know who Rodney is. He was yeah. with the great San Diego, with the Chargers. Yeah. And then he goes to the Patriots and win a couple of Super Bowls. Skip, before, every, before we play each other, he's like, hey, Sharp, I'm coming. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. But it ain't going to be cheap. It ain't going to be dirty. Yeah. Bro, I got you. Hey, nothing below the waist. I'm going to hit you in your mouth. I want you to hit me in my mouth. As long as we keep it straight. Hey, we dab each other up. Okay. We go out there and play ball. All nothing right. cheap. That was cheap. That's bull. That's chicken. You know what, Skip? And they're going to get you, Mac. I'm telling you, they are going to get you. And don't go crying and talking about this ain't, a part, ain't no part of the game because somebody going to cheap shot you and get you back. Now, remember now, the difference is you're not built to take no cheap shots. No. You're not built to take no blinds. You're not built like that. Somebody going to peel your cap, bro. Because mm. they're, they're tired of this, this foolishness because they're already resentful because why, Skip? Quarterback gets all the protection mm-hmm. to begin with. Yep. And so now you're going to take, take it. Somebody needs, yep. and everybody knows needs are the lifeblood of the NFL. That's your livelihood. Yep. 
So remember last week we had Patriot greats like Edelman and uh, Vince Wilfork. Yeah. Publicly criticizing Mac Jones for his pissy attitude because right. he's always scowling and fretting. Mm-hmm. Right. He's complaining about something. It's right. usually about Matt Patricia's play right. calls, and I, I actually sympathize yes. over that. Yes. But but the point is, his whole body language is just it's it's just so negative. Right. And then he takes out his frustration by cheap shotting the opposition. Yeah. You, you in this league. They will get even with you, hey, and Eli, it's coming. Man. I wish Eli would have known it was yeah. coming sooner and just yeah. run the knee right yeah. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> man, man I, Skip, I hate that dirty stuff, man. I mean, look, football is already hard enough. It just is. Every, every time you step on the field, you one play away. Yeah. And I don't want that play to be dirty. Because, yeah. Skip, you got non-contact, and you see guys, you got Achilles, you see uh, 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 ACL. It's already a tough, it's a collision sport. And now I got to worry about a quarterback cheap shot me. I don't know. And it's like Eli Apple. It's it's not it, it, it's not a play. It's not a situation where you're expecting it no, from exa- that guy. Ex- exactly. What? Exactly. Oh, it's just Eli Apple. So it'll be just Mac Jones because ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Man, come what on, man. Don't do don't do no dirty pool. Hey, let's protect each other. Skip. It's already like I said. It's a it's a very physical. It's a it's not yeah. a contact sport. It's a collision sport. Yeah. But at least I'm I'm not gonna do anything dirty to try to harm you because I know no. you try to provide for your family just like I'm trying to provide for mine. This kid is spilling over with audacity. Remember what he did before the season started? It was back in the off season. He took his receivers to Tampa yeah. to work out, and it's like I'm coming for yeah. you. Twelve. He gonna be spilling really? some guts. Okay. Yeah. Them okay. Live, they gonna get something. They gonna get him. Okay. They gonna get him. Skip. Good luck. Just a matter of time. They gonna They're get gonna him. They're gonna get him. Man. A collision sport. That is a very good description, especially with the topics we've covered already this morning, guys. All right. Is the Nets nine game win streak proof they're legit? Or guys, do you think it's rose gold? Let's get into some NBA on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. 
the Nets beat the Cavs 125-117 last night. This is Brooklyn's ninth win in a row. They now sit at third overall behind the Celtics and the Bucks. What a turnaround. Shannon, are they a legit threat in the East? They look good. I don't believe in a seven-game series they can beat a healthy Celtics or a healthy Bucks. But considering they was 12th, middle of November, and how they, they won nine straight, Skip, and they've climbed all the way to the third seed. Look, we know where they are offensively. They got the two most skilled offensive players of anybody in the league. We can debate a whole lot of other things, but we can't debate Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving skill on the offensive end. You cannot. What Jacques Vaughn has been able to do is like, guys, the reason why we're losing a lot of these games, they're killing us on the glass. Yep. Some games we're minus 16, minus 21. If we can just keep it close, I'm not saying that we, last night they out-rebounded the Cavs with that big lineup with Jared Allen, uh, uh, Evan Mobley, and Kevin Love. They out-rebounded that. Highly impressive and, and pretty shocking. Yep. But so now, if we can keep the rebounding close, Skip, they shot 57% from the floor, 60% from the three. <sighs> you shoot 60% from the three-point line, you're going to win a lot of ball games. Especially when you shoot now, you shoot 60% skip and you only shoot 12 threes, but nobody's gonna shoot 12 threes today. Everybody's shooting at least 30. They're gonna get the, there's a quota, you gotta get at least 30 up. The analytics say if you get 30 up, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, skip, as long as they're playing like this, we know KD and Kyrie gonna give you somewhere between 50 and 65 on a nightly basis between the two. That's how skilled they are. And KD gonna give it to you efficiently. Now, if Kyrie is being efficient, and he was last night, 11 of 19, Mm -hmm. 7 of 11, Mm -hmm. KD, 10 of 18, 5 of 8. Skip, you're not going to overcome that. And then because now you need Donovan Mitchell Mm -hmm. to go along with Darius Garland. Garland was sensational. Mitch had an off night last night. He was 13 points under his season average. But, yes, the Bucs, with that offensive firepower, and KD spoke of it, we ain't got no COVID distraction. We ain't got no more link distraction. Kyrie is balling. Kyrie, you know, Kyrie had missed, what, eight Mm -hmm. games. So they were struggling. That was 30 points that you're taking out of the lineup. Mm Mm-hmm. But now they don't have distractions. KD is just about ball. They bought into Jock Bond. Now, I don't know what he did behind the scenes. Um, maybe it's the practice schedule. Maybe they keep the, fo- the thing the thing. It's basketball. Yep. And they don't have the distractions. They're playing unbelievable basketball. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. You, you, you know who he is, right? Mm. Kevin Durant. We know who he is. He that dude. I'll he him. what he said. He, 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 I, I'm... I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. You, yes, you are. Yeah. Supremely skilled. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving was just dancing last night. Shall anybody, shall I have this dance? Yes, you may. Mm. Even at the end of the game, when, when they were scrambling to get the ball out of his hand, triple teaming him. They can't take that, it from that, him. He just He's like a dribbled, Harlem Globe trying to give you remember how, rings around him. Curly Neal. Curly Neal. He went curly <laughs> Neal on him down the stretch last night. Okay. I have a whole lot to say about this, but I start with this. Last night was the first night this year, first night in two years. I actually put one foot back on the Nets bandwagon Uh, because this was legit. This is real. This is Cleveland at Cleveland because they are legit. Yes. And this was some firepower on display here. This was a team that will at least scare the unholy hell out of Boston Mm -hmm. or who else did you say? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I picked the Sixers before the year started to win the East, and I'm sticking with that because they're about as hot as this team is. They're about to get Maxi back, and I don't even know, maybe he doesn't fit into what they're doing, but now that James Harden has turned himself into John Stockton, maybe maybe it's going to (laughs) work. So I, I still think Embiid is the best player in the East, and he's playing at a supremely high level as we speak. 
I, I would give him my early point MVP, but that's a whole nother issue. Beth Lenny. Yes, he Joel is. Levy? Yes, he is. He better than Giannis? He, he is sensational. Better than Jason right now? He's such a better shooter than Giannis. Embiid, I, I, I trust him from three more than I trust any of the Lakers. Seriously. Yeah, well, I, I do. I know, but <laughs> seriously. That, is, okay. but Gil, that ain't saying much. <laughs> uh, well, it is. It, it, I trust, seven feet tall. I trust you from okay, three right. more than I trust any Lakers. You How about should. That? You should. <laughs> all right. So what has happened here? Well, the best thing that happened, to Kevin Durant's credit, was they fired Steve Nash yeah. because he needed to go. Yeah. So actually, Kevin created a lot of turmoil, a lot of hubbub, uh -huh. because he demanded that both the coach and the GM go. And the GM is still there, but the coach, which is the more important of the two as far as Kevin's life right. was concerned, is gone. Right. Because he was overthinking everything because Steve Nash has genius about him. I mean, if you look back at his career, what he did, he won back-to-back -back MVPs. Right. He's got basketball genius, but he can't translate it right. because he, he just overcomplicated everything. And he overcomplicated shoot-arounds right. to the point Kevin's saying, I don't want to do that. Right. It's wasted time. Right. It's wasted energy. Right. So Jacques Vaughn comes in and his quote last night was, I am a simple person. I have simplified everything starting with the amount of time we spend on shoot-arounds. That came straight from the horse's mouth. That's what Kevin wanted, okay. right? That the be whole hard. playbook has been simplified. Let's just play basketball. And all of a sudden, he is somehow, Jacques Vaughn should be the coach of the year. He's on pace to do it. But he has actually got his team to commit to playing this thing called defense. Yep. They have risen to eighth in the league in defensive efficiency, the Nets, yep. who played no defense last year, as you know, and you kept pointing out correctly again and again and again. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Last night, they played defense. And guess who led the charge? The guy who can't play offense. The guy who can't <laughs> shoot and won't shoot. Ben Simmons last night, I got to tell you, I watched this game from start to finish. That was a defensive player of the year performance. I'm not saying he's a defensive player. I'm just saying that was a performance because he made it hard on Donovan Mitchell yeah. because Ben Simmons is six feet ten, right. and he's got like a seven four wingspan, and he's agile. He moves like a two guard. Yep. he can't shoot like a two guard. No. He, but he can handle. He can distribute. He can orchestrate, and then he really cares about defending because he seems to get a kick out of it because. He's much more comfortable defending right. than offending right. because he's just offensive Wait. when he plays offense, <laughs> yes. right? Yep. Okay? So all of a sudden, if you get him setting the tone on defense, you got a chance right. because they didn't have a chance last year, and Nicky Claxton's a little light in the behind. Yep. But but still, if Kevin decides, I'm going to rebound, who who got the boards? Kevin had nine, nine last nine. night. He, he should get ten every night. Ben Simmons had nine. Yeah. Okay, Ben Simmons T.J. Warren. T.J. Okay. Warren offensive. Okay, here we go. That's I, your guy. You I, I told you before the year, T.J. Warren can flat out score he the can. basketball. He He's like one of those guys who were just born scoring. Right. Well, he comes off the bench, and, and he, they, they let him run. They gave him 27 minutes last night, but he goes 9 of 14 and scores 23 points. Yeah. He was scoring. He was playing in the fourth quarter. Didn't he play some? It, it seemed like he made some shots in the fourth quarter. Let me look here. He scored six in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the point is, if, if you get T.J. Warren in gear, well, he, he's like – he, he's like a fourth or fifth star, you yeah. know, like not a star, but, but like a, a semi-star. You remember him in yeah. the bubble? Do I? Hey, we, he he dropped was crazy. 50. He, like killed, he killed the Lakers he one did. game. He did. I mean, he's capable of scoring 50 points. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to feature him like that, but 
Is he capable of averaging 20 again? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. He, he doesn't seem to mind coming off the bench. And when he comes in, he comes in with that mentality of, he'll just, score. I, I'm going to score. A, he's a scorer, Skip. Yes, so he, he comes absolutely. in, like, and they're giving him the green light. So he's coming in looking for his shot. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, this Watanabe kid has bounced around. But yeah. you want to talk about coming in with conviction? He, he just says, give me the damn ball, and I'm going to shoot it. And, and he's draining big threes in the right. fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah he, he can play. They, they have a nice depth. They, they have – remember we talked about Royce O'Neal helps set a new tone on defense, and he will defend at a pretty high level. And he's just a good teammate. He's good to have around. And all of a sudden, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Kevin Durant's having one of those years yeah. again. I know he's an aging player. He's getting up there, too, yeah. at 35, right? 34, 35, 35. yeah. Okay, so he, he's a career-high 56% from the floor. Well, th- that'll work. So he's 37-5. and five. He's 37% from three, but just as important, he's 93%, which is a career-high, from the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. So he's getting just to be automatic from the free-throw line, so you can trust him. Kyrie's as clutch as, as a, of a closer as you can get, and all of a sudden – you have a real live basketball team that seems to be having fun playing basketball yeah. again. Well, of course, after the game, Kevin had to take a shot at the media, and he said, I'm just paraphrasing because I, I, get, <laughs> I, get, I get worn out with the quotes. Here's the quote. He said, I had so many friends like, yo, okay, you all right, man? And he said, man, th- there's so much craziness going on with y'all. That's the, from a friend. And, and, and then Kevin says, I'm like, seriously? It's not really that crazy. Like, we don't talk about this SH at all. We just come in and go to work. Well, the SH was caused by Kyrie wouldn't get vaccinated. Then Kyrie posted that link, and Kevin is demanding a trade yeah. and wants the coach and the GM fight. I'd say that's a soap opera. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, people are going to write about that, but they'll write about your basketball just yes. as well. He's saying yeah. the media doesn't really want to write about basketball. Yeah, we yeah, do. We, we just write. Right. We, we're talking about what, it because what, what y'all went we nine straight. We just went nine minutes or whatever we've yeah. gone so far. We're talking about basketball but, right. because you guys are actually playing right. it. Yeah, you go from 12th all the way to third yeah. in, a matter, in, okay. in, in a month's time. Okay, so they're eighth in defensive efficiency, but they're second in offensive efficiency. That, that'll work. You're, you're going to win a lot of games. The, the, the offense is not what you're concerned about. <laughs> no. because, Skip, you got two of the most skilled guys that, that's ever played the game. Yeah. Defensively is what you're getting. You've given up 130. You've given up 135. It was just like give up defense. Yeah. It, it was like mail in. We don't care about defense. I, I agree with you. I don't know what, what uh, Jacques Vaughn did, what he said, but it's working. All I know is this. If I'm a head coach and my star player, if I'm a basketball player, and he says, well, you know, that right there, that's not really helping us. I need you to do this, this, and this. Well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I mean, it's like a quarterback. If John said he wanted to run a play again, Mike didn't say, nah, we're going to the next. We ran the damn play again. Skip the man said he wanted to see that play again. Okay. Okay, the guy said he wanted a different type of practice, a different type of shoot around. He did. Give him that. Gave it to him. Hey, 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 hey we need to work harder. You want your tongue hanging out? Okay. <laughs> Let's but, go. But it's not like Kevin doesn't want to work hard because he yeah. will work hard on that, his game. That's what he's he just saying. We're wasting our time at a shoot around because we're, it's not getting us anywhere. He's not working hard enough. No. It, it, or you weren't working on the things that he felt was conducive yeah. to help him become a better ball player, which would in turn help them win more basketball games. Give okay. the man what he wants. Okay. So in the, all those third level stats, like a fefty, excuse me, effective field goal percentage, true shooting percentage. The Nets are number one in the league because that's what they do best. They are doing best what they do best, and yet they are still committing to the other end of the floor. Yeah. And I think Ben Simmons is actually rubbing off on them, which is why 
you, you can certainly make the I, I tried to make the case last year. If he can get psychologically right. Right. If he can get where he's not a liability on offense and he just does the little things, what was he last night? He scored four points, but to your point, he had nine rebounds and eight assists. Well, that's that's what right. he does, right. okay? So just I, focus on that. Okay, end. just do that and then go play defense. Right. And, by the way, they had nobody could stop Darius Garland from Vanderbilt University by way of – Oh, no, he's getting, hey, he gets to go and skip. Hey. And that's what makes them dangerous because they got two guys that can take turns doing it, kind of like the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, we, you st- Kyrie, like, okay, we got Kyrie under control. But you got another guy that's seven foot that's going to go get you 50. Or we got KD under control, and we know Kyrie can put the ball on the string, get to the rim, mid-range, shoot the three, you file him. He's like a 88, 90% free throw okay. shooter. Well, like, Kyrie cannot guard Darius Garland. No, nor, no, no. nor can Darius guard Kyrie. No. So it's just like well, you got to attack. You, you go, I go. You go, I go. And that's the Whatever thing. you can do, I'll do better. And, you know, I, I, they, they dabbed each other after yep. the game. They're like, bro, you had to go. Yeah, you had to go in, too. Well, well they did. <laughs> okay, Darius Garland, he looks too little to do what he does, but he just goes no. in the lane, just scores like crazy. He, he, he man, he, and he, Skip, he got that, and he had, he got a layup package. I mean, right. with Kyrie, I mean, but he kissed one off the glass. They, I thought it was like, ain't no way that's going in. And he hit the top of the glass and it went in. He was making floaters that, yeah. that made Trey Young look like like he should be back at Oklahoma playing yeah. basketball. And then he had the three ball going. It, it, was, it, was a great, it was a great game it, to watch. It was, it was a spectator's yeah. delight. Yeah, I like games like that. Whew. But listen, Ben Simmons on Spider-Man, on Donovan Mitchell. Whew. Yeah. Did a number on him. Okay, so they just said – you stop him, and we'll let Darius do whatever he wants right. to do. And they won fairly easily. Right. They, they yeah. ended up winning by eight, but they were in control from start to finish. Right. Okay, so does history tell you that they're going to have soap opera issues? Maybe, maybe. But have I, they gotten it out of their system? I think because they want, they're, they're winning and they've been drama-free, yeah. I think they said the best way for us to continue to play, Skip, is to be drama-free. I don't think we'll have any issues. I think Kyrie is going to be on his best behavior because Kyrie still wants that max contract. Yeah, Kyrie, hey, Kyrie, like, hey, I got two hundred, I got a quarter of a bill out like there looking for me. Now, I don't know if he's going to get that from the Nets. Maybe. They make a deep playoff yeah, run. Maybe. maybe get to, you know, maybe to Eastern Conference Finals, make the maybe. finals, Skip. Maybe. I don't think you break that up. <sighs> Boy, the East is getting very interesting. It is. I still think Boston and uh, Milwaukee. Extremely interesting. We'll see. Guys, KD turned 34 in September. And by the way, he dropped 32 points last night, which, sorry, Skip, that was good enough to pass your guy Tim Duncan on the all-time scoring list for the number 15 spot. I'll still take Mm. Tim Duncan, but that's just All right. You take Tim Duncan on KD? Let's get back to the football field. (laughs) Guys, do the Buccaneers have the best offense when it counts? No. That's next, right here on Undisputed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Yeah, they're 7-8 and eight on the season, and they're 28th in scoring overall. But when it comes down to crunch time, Brady and the Bucs are 4th in scoring when there's 4 minutes left in the 4th quarter, 
and all of overtime. What a big difference. Shannon, what does that stat tell you? Nothing. I mean, stats are supposed to tell me something. That's what I know. Bucks have won seven games. And what it's telling me is that if the defense stands on their head, Brady can try to win the ball game in the end. But he's the reason why they're behind to begin with. Because he hasn't played well. Skip, these, these comebacks that Brady has done in 2022 looks a, looks a lot different than the ones that he had in the previous 22 seasons. Mm. Because he normally plays well in three. Brady would normally play well for three quarters and then go to a level that we didn't even think he could get to considering how well he had played for three quarters. Now, he's pedestrian. Last, they average 11 points a game through three quarters. That's what they're averaging. In Brady's first 41 comebacks, his team scored 20, at least 20 points 34 times, 82% of the times. This year in his comeback, his team is yet to get to 20 points. That's all I know, Skip. They're mm-hmm. seven and eight. Brady hasn't pray, played well. Now, we, we could, he's thrown one first quarter touchdown. That's tied for dead last with Baker Mayfield and Kenny Pickett. Even Russell Wilson has two. Mahomes and Allen has eight. He has 11 touchdown passes in the fourth, fourth quarter. Skip, they only have 21 total touchdowns. So half of his touchdowns are coming where they, they're behind. Mm-hmm. So if you think you're going to continue to win like that, that's not possible. Mm. Kudos to them, the defense, doing a great job bending, not breaking, standing on their head, set, make you set up for field goals, blitz you, get you out of field goal range, and mm. then Brady can try to work his magic at the end. Mm. But a lot of the problems are originating with Tom Brady, mm. and people don't want to admit that. So you can come up with a stat and talk about, oh, how great their offense is, mm. but you need to come up with a stat to tell you how Brad Brady's played okay. up until that stat. All right. I hear everything you just said. Now it's my turn. Go ahead. Pro football focus right now grades the defense the 18th best in the league. So it's, it's not great. It's, they're saying it's below average. The pass rush for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years ago, the Super Bowl winners, is graded 28th in the league because they don't have a pass rush. They lost Shaq Barrett because he blew out his Achilles. They let go Sue. They let go JPP. And now Vita Vea is gone. So they just don't have much pass rush. And they have, unless they press, unless they bring the blitz. Unless they blitz. And they, I, I don't know why because Todd – Back in the day, back, he was a pressure guy. Uh, was he? But but I don't see them bring it. I I don't get that, and I'm about to get to the other part of this okay. that I don't quite get. They are dead last in running the football, so they can't lean on it. So Brady can't play action because there's no, what is there to act? That there's nothing that's going to fool anybody because that nobody's afraid of them running the football. That they are averaging 77 rush yards a game. It's 3.4 per try. It's pathetic. So now your hands are tied there. How about the receiving core? Right now they're graded 22nd best in the league because they have no speed at receiver anywhere. So now you have a 45-year-old quarterback behind an offensive line that has mostly been a shambles in front of him, and it hit bottom the other night. They were down to their third-string left tackle, they got a rookie guard. They got a first-time, first-year center. And they got a Tristan, Tristan Worse who tried to come back the other night and looked pathetic. Shouldn't have been out on the field. He was trying to, quote-unquote, die for the cause and was limping back to the huddle every time and was getting beaten off the ball constantly, both run and pass blocking. 
He, he was first team all pro last year, and he looked like a pathetic shell of himself because his ankle, he's got a high ankle sprain, and he just didn't deserve to be out there. Okay, so if you can't protect the 45-year-old, it's going to be a long night, and it was. And they were extremely fortunate to win, and I called it a moral loss for the Bucks because if I'm on that plane going home, I'm thinking, God. How are we going to beat Carolina? Because they beat us 21 to 3 at Carolina. How can, what, what do we have? They have one thing going for them on offense, and it's this stat. It screams to you, this is all they got. They got two minute. And what did Brady say? First thing out of his mouth in, in his stand up on the field interview on NBC the other night after the game, I know you don't have the yeah. sound up. He said, We've been pretty good all year in the two minute. Well, they have because suddenly, okay, here, here's what I see in, in the first three and a half quarters, whatever it is, th- three and three quarters quarters. They, they play painfully slow on offense. It, it feels like they're slow breaking out of the huddle. And then Brady takes forever to try to m- 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 play chess at the line of scrimmage. And it's this and it's that. And they get the play clock down to two. And then they snap the ball. And they hand it to Lenny Fournette on first down. And he runs into a brick wall and he gets minus one. And then on second and 11, Brady throws it three yards to Russell Gage. And now it's third and eight. And now he's back there and he dirt balls it because they're rushing him. They're, they're coming and they're beating the blocks. And the, they don't have anybody on his blind side. And he just just throws the ball on the ground and says, well, that's all I got, and I'm going back to the sideline. Okay, so it's painfully slow. It it looks like it's in slow motion. It's hard to watch them play offense for the first three and a half quarters because it is – molasses slow it looks geriatric to me it makes Brady look even older than he is and it makes everybody on offense look like they're 45 years old then what happens when they get desperate when they have no other choice at the end of games when they're still hanging in because maybe the defense has stood on its head it's it's hanging tough as best it can by its fingernails what happens they go no huddle fast break up tempo hurry up offense and all of a sudden the skies open and they look completely different to me because they just go boom 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 down the field I don't know it's because Brady doesn't have time to think the defense can't get set it's the basketball principle of you don't want the defense you want to push the pace because if you let them set in the half court against a really good defensive yeah, team you're, you're going to have a hard time yeah. and that the, the defense is setting on Brady and, and what's left of the whole Brady offense including him they're just sitting and they're subbing and they're getting ready they have all, nothing but time to get ready to slow you make you even look slower than you are yeah but okay then look what happens in the two minute. They're fourth in the league in scoring points in the last four minutes. Why is that? Well, well, you, I can give you the, the indications of it. I can give you the, the glaring examples of speed kills because when they start playing fast, remember Green Bay, they'd scored six pathetic points the whole game. And then with 3.04 left in the game, Brady's first and 10 is 11. He goes 89 and 13 plays, like boom, 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 boom. And I can just show. He goes 17 to Lenny, then 11 to Cam Bray, and then back to Fournette for 10. He just going boom, boom, boom down the field, touchdown. And then they go for two, and they, they get the delay penalty because the rookie, the young center wouldn't snap it. Against the Rams, they've scored nine points the whole game. And all of a sudden, with, with only, uh, eight, what is it, uh, 44 seconds left, 
They go 60 yards in six plays because he hits Kate Otten for 28. And then he hits Scotty Miller for 14. Then he gets an end zone PI on Mike Evans. Just went boom, boom, boom in 44 seconds. And they go score. And you say, where was that the whole game? They, they don't ever go hurry up in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter. Against the Saints, they had to do it twice. They have scored a pathetic three points. And with five minutes left in the game, they go hurry up. They go no huddle. They go what they call two minutes. He goes 91 yards in 10 plays and then he has to go 63 yards in 11 plays. Shannon, it's just boom, 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 right down the field because all of a sudden Brady quits thinking. He he doesn't overthink. He doesn't try to play chess. Maybe he just starts playing checkers. He just starts throwing to the open receivers on the fly. He's calling his own plays for the most part, and it works. So you can't tell me you shouldn't against Carolina – Try no huddle for one series in the first quarter and maybe another series in the second quarter. Who knows? Maybe another series in the third quarter just to shake it up and keep Carolina's very good defense on its heels a little bit more. They have not tried it the whole year, any time except in desperation time. You know, I, I know if you did this, you graded the defense, you said they were 18. You graded the running game, yeah. said it was last. You graded the wide receivers and said this, but you never graded the quarterback. Okay, well, I, I just said he's been bad all year because the, the, the results are so, bad. So he's a okay. part of the reason why they okay. – they... Okay, but he is, but, but he's also the reason. Listen, I, I will say this. There is no quarterback on earth right now that I would rather have run in my two-minute if I need a touchdown than Tom Brady. But skip, but you gotta, he but, is still masterful you, at it. But, he's like the best at it. But you skip. It's, it's what he can still do at 45, to your point, that maybe he can't do for four quarters. Right. What's your phrase used? Summons. He yeah. summons is up. Okay, well, nobody can summons it any better than this guy. To me, he's the clutchest player who ever played, and he still has that in him. You know, he still has right. that, that intangible but, in him. But – Mm-hmm. You have to have the defense stand on his head to keep okay. him close All right. in order for him to do that. Okay. Because but, if they don't, because he's played so bad. Think about – just think about – you say the defense is ranked 18th. Just imagine if they were scoring more than 17 okay. points. Just I, I imagine if they well, weren't the top three and three and out. It's why they are seven and eight. They are eight because the defense hasn't been that great because it's lost too many of its players. Yeah. But how did they beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl? They rushed him. They got after him, right? Yeah. Okay, they don't they can't do that anymore. But it right? would it, it would help if you not go three and out. Okay. It would I, help if your quarterback well, can keep could okay. possess the football. Okay. I'm just trying to show you their last gasp. Their only hope here is they got one strength on this team. I, I do think the defense overall has a has a mindset, a toughness instilled and installed by Todd Bowles that that has guts to it. So so I, I still think the defense can hang in which, and hang on. Which, which group do you think has played better? If you had to say which. Well, the defense. Okay. It just has. But but it's still handicapped because it's been battered the whole year. So what's your excuse? What's, your, what's the offense excuse? You got right. Tom Brady. You got okay. the go quarterback. Okay. okay. I, all I know is two-minute drill, if you would run it early in games, that would be playing to your strength. You That's do what know. he does the best. Excuse me. You do know you zap a lot of yeah. lot, zap a lot okay. of energy out of your receivers, right? And you zap a lot out of the defense too. You get them on their heels. You get the DBs even. You're, you're like, oh, really? 
and you can't sub-package. You, you can't say, we're going to take them away. Did you see what Arizona was doing the other night? That They would put six across. Uh, Vance uh, Joseph, Joseph he, he's just putting six across because Brady's going to throw it five yards. It, right. it, on, on third and four, he's going to throw it five yards. Right. He's not going to try to throw it 65 exactly. yards, so, right? All you, so, so that's why I don't get why they kept mugging the linebackers because okay. the linebackers are creating space. When you put them up in the A and the B gap, yeah. and you, what they call mugging the guys up, Okay. All, so by the time you try to run out of there, you, you, you vacate his space, okay. and he just dumped the ball off. You have time to set. And if you set against these guys because he has no speed receiver. Listen, if you did give Brady, even at 45, if you gave him the Miami receivers, I promise you he would start finding open receivers. But you'd have to give him two and a half seconds to find them because he's not going to run. He's not going to escape. He's not going to buy time. He's going to set right there, and he's going to throw it to an open receiver. Mike Evans' possession. Godwin possession, Scotty Miller doghouse. So, so help me out. Gage has just been, I, I thought he'd be a little better than this, but they don't have much rapport. They don't have deep speed. I thought Julio was going to be that guy, and he's got a knee issue that's plaguing him. Yeah, but, but okay. this is what Brady wanted. Okay. Yeah, we remember when, they, when they, they, we bring him back. They didn't try to go out and get a speed receiver. Mm-hmm. They didn't try to go. Well, they, no, they went and got Julio, and I thought that was no, the no, guy. No, but I'm saying. And, and you were the first guess on that. You said, well, he's not going to be healthy. Well, yeah, but Skip, I mean, he can't run like he once could. The man is in year 11, year 12, Boy, and I with thought, injuries that's ravaged his know, body. But at Dallas, remember, right out yeah. of the box, he hits him with a 50-yard throw, and, and he, I thought, oh, there he is. But he still can get deep occasionally. Okay. But that's not that's not the Bucks' he, he, offense. He got what was it from the 20 the other yeah. night? He got open, yeah. like wide open, and Brady just flat missed him because he's starting to choke a little bit on those kinds of but, throws. But Skip, that's but that's not the Bucks' offense. You know, Tom mm-hmm. Brady wants to get. You know, to push the ball down the field, you got to take a shot or two to the chops. Okay. Yep, I, I and, got it. He finally, he took one late to Godwin. He just said, hell with it. I'm just going to throw this up. Right. He's covered. He's not He's no, not he open, open. Yeah, right. right? But maybe he can outjump. It's just a 50-50 ball, and the safety, to his credit, stayed right there and got his hand right. up and knocked it away. Okay? So, listen, Carolina, they are really good on defense, and, and Coach Wilkes has done a good job because that's and his And they can forte. run the ball on offense. They can, can they run it? <laughs> they can run the ball. They so can Tampa, run it down Tampa better throat. bring some big pads. Hey. Foreman and Hubbard. Ah, oh, man. And and you can't. If you go three and out against these guys, they will just say, thank you very much. You will not see the ball for a while. Because what they can do, Skip, and they, it can render your two-minute useless because they can get the ball in a close ball game yeah. and they can bleed the clock the final four minutes. We had a four-minute offense where we went double tight, two backs, yeah. and you weren't getting the ball back. Not getting the ball back. <laughs> you're not, you're not okay. getting it back. So I'm just saying there. That this is the one stat that gives you some little tiny ray of hope where you should just say, hey, we got to go no huddle. Occasionally, we we just have to flip the script on them because you're over. I I don't think they're better than Carolina. I just don't. I don't know how they're favored. I know they don't. I mean, Carolina feels comfortable having played them, watching them on tape. They're like, we like our chances. I'm going to say it again. The score at Carolina was 21 to 3. Right. 21 to 3. Right. I, I think Carolina should be favored. Seriously, uh, I don't know. Not 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 over Tom. Not Donald <laughs> Sam Donald over, over Tom. Well, at home. I don't know. Well, you just said Tom's not been very good. No, no, so, no. So seriously, but they said even though Tom hasn't been very good, his okay. very not very good okay, is better than it. Sam Donald. Okay, I, I got it. But the step back perspective on it is, <clears throat> it feels like right now Carolina is playing at a oh, at a considerably higher level than Tampa. Yeah, on both. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Team? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't yeah. even know how Tampa survived Arizona. Yeah. I'm still kind of mystified right. by it. But if you if you let Brady get to overtime and you give him the ball. 
Right. Yeah, he'll probably do something right. in overtime. But you have an opportunity, right. and, and uh, D-Hop legs got tangled up with, <laughs> with Levante David. Yep. That was the first down. Now you bleed a lot more time off the yep. clock. I so, mean, come on, it's Trace McSorley. Yeah, okay. I mean, the backup to the backup. I know, I got And it. he took you to overtime. Uh, okay, I, that's what I said, moral <laughs> loss. Well, guys, Carolina's defense did take a hit Sunday. J.C. Horn yeah. injuring his wrist. He has surgery scheduled for today. Josh Norman, remember that name? Yeah. He just got signed to the Panthers practice squad and couldn't be active on Sunday versus the Bucks. All right, Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys. Is Micah Parsons, albeit quietly, still the best pass rusher in the league? Skip and Shannon break down those chances (laughs) on the other side of this break. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Parsons had the best pass rush win rate last week, and this is interesting because Micah failed to register a single sack against the Eagles on Christmas Eve. How does this happen? Shannon, how do you explain it? The stat doesn't mean anything to me, Skip. It's like saying he got a great start. Did he win the race? The man has one sack in four games. Nick Bosa has six sacks, two forced fumbles in four games. Now you tell me who's been more dominant, who's been more impressive. At some point in time, we got to stop being in awe of Michael's talent and he can play this many positions. The results is what matter. Nick Bosa has 17 and a half sacks. He's, t- he's uh, one behind uh, Max, Max Crosby for tackles. Uh, uh, Max Crosby has 19. Nick Bosa has 18 tackles for losses. Nick Bosa is first in sack. Mark, Michael Parsons is fifth in sacks. I get it. I get it. I, I, I skip. I get, you know, you know, everybody, well, he's uh, Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor. Look, can we just slow down? And just let the man play. Nick Bosa has outplayed Michael Parsons this year. It's really that simple. I I get the speed. I get everything that you're enamored with. But what about the results? What about getting the quarterback on the dirt? What about generating turnovers? Nick Bosa has done that at a higher rate than anybody. When you combine tackle for losses, hits on the quarterback, pressure, getting the quarterback actual down on the ground, forcing him to turn the ball over, Nobody has done that better than Nick Bosa. I get this stat, win rate. Skip, now more impressive is, is pass block win rate, which Lane Johnson wins. Because guess what? That means he's keeping Jalen Hurts. He's keeping his guy off Jalen Hurts' butt. Mm. That's an impressive. But he got the most – did he get the quarterback? Did he mm. get him on the ground? No. So this, 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 doesn't mean, this doesn't do anything for me, Skip. It doesn't do anything mm. for me. Okay. For me, this has nothing to do with Nick Bosa. He is the defensive player of the year. I guess Micah could make a late charge, but I don't think he could get there. I, I think it's over and done for Nick Bosa. That's not what I'm reading into this stat. What you read into it? I have been so disappointed and so concerned about what has happened to Micah Parsons over the last four games that this gave me, as a lifelong diehard Cowboy fan, a little ray of hope. Just a little bit, because I kept wondering, is Micah hurt? Is he banged up? Has he hit 
the sophomore wall. Has he just run out of gas for the reasons you kept saying? You got to be careful with him because he little light in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you just keep rushing and rushing and rushing and rushing the passer, he just gets worn out. And they do take him out fairly regularly and let him take a couple of plays off, if not an entire series yeah, off, just should. taking a blow on right. the side. Yeah. Okay. So at least in the game of the year, at least you're telling me that the lead blocker on him, the first blocker, that he was beating him more than anybody the whole NFL weekend was beating his man off the line of scrimmage, that his pass rush win rate was number one in the entire league. So he wasn't running out of gas. He's not, I'm sure he's banged up, but he's not hurt hurt. You know, he doesn't right. have an injury that is slowing yeah. him down that I'm aware of. Okay. He, he had been ill all week. I don't, it obviously wasn't a COVID illness, but he had some, kind of, I don't know. Some respiratory. Some. Respiratory, some cough cold going on. But the point was, he was beating, which at my lot or whoever, he's he moving around, but, but whoever was across from him, off the ball, he was beating him on first step quickness. Okay. Left, right, maybe bull rush. And then what? Okay. Then what is the next question? <laughs> what does this stat mean? Well, it means you just got one step on him. Right. You got the advantage right. on your first blocker, the first line of defense against you. You got a step on him. If they chip, if they bring the back over, well, now we're, we're to plan B. And if, if that guy chips you effectively and knocks you off balance and off stride for right. just a second, then you're defeated, right? Did but that see, doesn't count in this stat. But let me ask you a question. Okay? Did you see a whole lot of chipping with my lot? I, 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 saw, I saw some. In the fourth quarter, they were definitely chipping him because I think they were afraid of him. And there were four or five times he, he got to the feet of Gardner Minshew. Right. Gardner was bolting it out to the, run into the right. He was doing some things. Sometimes Michael would get caught up in the wash after he beat my lot or whoever it was mm-hmm. or Lane Johnson off the ball. But the point is he's getting a little bit there, but, but he's not getting home. Right. And I only care in the very end about home exactly. because home's all that matters. Because I'm just looking at the numbers in – Three of the last four games, he got zero sacks. At Jacksonville, as you know, in the first quarter, he got one. one. And then that was, it. that was it. And usually, because in six previous games, when he'd gotten one sack, he got yeah. another right. one. Right. Okay? Did he feast on Trevor Lawrence? He did not feast. I think what, ha- <clears throat> Excuse me. I think what happened, Skip, is that early in the season, he was winning so much is that he's built up this big lead. Yeah. But even though he's still leading, Skip, he's coming back to the pack. Okay. Because... Like you said, he had six games where he had double-digit sacks. And there were some games, Skip, he was at the quarterback making him throw the ball. He was shoving the quarterback down. But you look at the last four games, Mm -mm. one sack in four games, Skip, ain't going to cut it. That's why I've been calling it a a pass hush, not a pass rush. Okay? Here's what disturbed me about this stat. Even though he's winning right off the ball, first-step quickness, it's contributing what to the rest of the pass rushers? Because early on, as you know, what's the stat? In the first 12 games, we had 48 sacks. We're, we're right at the top of the right. list, right? That's four games. Okay. In, in the last uh, – we've had one in the last three. That's the fewest sacks in the whole NFL for, 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 for the last game three games. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's horrifying. Right. It seemed like Micah was causing such havoc over here or here or wherever he lined up that he was creating rush lanes for everyone else. For D Law and Dorrance Armstrong yeah. and name them. Just yeah. name there was like yeah. a cavalcade mm-hmm. of stars. Follow Williams. Sam Williams. Yeah, who had a car accident the other day, yeah. so he could he wasn't even dressed the other day. Right. 
But the point is, did anybody else get home on Gardner Minshew? Nobody got home on Gardner Minshew. So now I'm saying, uh uh-oh. How can we do it? Well, I, I told you. Give Mike, Mike is the party starter. Yeah. I mean, the party's not going to start without him. So he's the guy that wreaks the havoc, and then all of a sudden you get so dis- you get so concerned about him. But if he's not doing anything, Skip, you can really neutralize the other guys. Okay. Now, D-Law, look, D-Law is, is a tremendous run. He's, he's, gotten, he's better at a run stuffer than he is a pass rusher now. He is. But he still can, hey, he he can. Still can get there if Every he's not careful now. While. I agree. But yep. Levin is where your bread is buttered. And when he's creating havoc, yep. All is well in big in, in Dallas. <laughs> I know, but he, he he created a little bit of havoc more than I thought against Philly, and it did not it it did not matter across the rest of the line of scrimmage. It mattered when it yeah. it mattered when it needed to. That was the last drive and to keep did. him out of the end zone. I agree with that. So it did. Look, I, I, he was like you said, he was really hush early. Mm-hmm. But that last series, those last two third and fourth down, yeah, he was. You saw eleven. I, I saw eleven, and and listen, who else saw eleven was the quarterback for the Eagles. Exactly. The backup quarterback. Exactly. So I got one strength that cancels out the pass hush, what? and that is. This thing called contagious takeaways. Yeah. And and I don't know, it just it's it's almost like an infection in a good yeah. way, and it just goes through the whole defense. They take the ball away like crazy. They are leading easily the NFL in takeaways. Turnovers and sacks will go hand in hand. They just do. If you look at Skip, yeah. you said the first the first 12 game they had 48. 48. Sacks were contagious. It was like, oh, Armstrong, I got me one. Mike, I got two. D lost that. Give me one of the things, too. Turnovers are the same way. You go a game, you don't get in, and next thing you know, you get three. The ball goes up in there, and like it never hits the ground because you got somebody sliding up under. Yep. And so that's what you guys do. And it's not about me. Give me the takeaways because I'm going to prevent point. Because I sack the quarterback. Okay, he still got an opportunity. He still has the ball. Yep. He can come back and pick, get it on second down, get a first down on second down, a third down. Okay. If I take the ball away, they're off the field. Now my offense get a chance, okay. and that's what we saw on Saturday. Four takeaways. What I loved about the two interception takeaways. They weren't lucky bounce takeaways. No, no, they didn't take They, they, they take went away. up and literally took the ball away from away. Quest, yeah, yeah, right? They yeah, just, like, literally yeah. went over him and took the ball out of his hands. Wow. And what did he do? You got 20 points off of four takeaways. Okay, I'll that's take the, it. That's the difference in your ball game there. Well, as Sirianni said after the game, his first comment was, if you go on the road and you turn over four times, you're, you're going to lose. Yeah. You're just going to lose. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to score 60. But it just goes to show you the depth of this team, Skip. They got 34 points with four turnovers. Yeah. Okay. So that means they're really, really talented on the offensive side of the football. Are they? Yeah. Now, defense, you're going to have to tighten up now. Okay. Well, I just hope. We're we're 10-point favorites Thursday night at Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee done. I mean, yeah, they they, they got Willis. And and I think they're going to wrestle it because they're banged up. And I think that they're just going to focus on their last game is with Jacksonville. And I think if they win that game, mathematically, they can still win the division. So maybe this is a mail it in game. So I'll take that. Ah, you want a cheapie, huh? Yeah, I want a cheapie. Yeah, I haven't had a cheapie all year. Yeah, you have. The the Colts. The Colts wasn't cheap. They They almost tied us. They're going for two to tie us at the end of the third quarter. No team has ever given up 33 in, one, in the fourth quarter, and then you followed up with a 50-22, gave up 55 points in two fourth quarters, Skip. How bad must you be to do that? I told you. I've never seen a team collect so many bad quarterbacks on one team. The Colts, Listen. Nick Foles, Skip, I don't man, know what that was. That, that was unwatchable. <laughs> that was terrible. He had a QBR of three, and I don't think it should have been that high. Hold on. He had a QBR? 
Him and so him and Russ got good GPA. <laughs> Those are great part average. You got a three, you got a three six. Man, hey, man, I'm doing good. Nah, you play yeah. quarterback, bro. That's not good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it has been an adventure for Colts fans this season. That's for sure, guys. All right, hey, let's break down a little Monday night football when we come back. Derwin James, gentlemen, do you think he deserved to be ejected last night? Mm. Skip and Shannon weigh in when we come back. <sighs> Charger safety Derwin James ejected for this hit. Take a look. James got a 15-yard penalty for leading with the crown of his helmet. Then, out of there, also disqualified from the game. Shannon, should he have been ejected? Yeah. Um, the NFL said, you know what, guys? Y'all not getting the message. Skip, that was straight crown of your helmet. I mean, there was no way around it. The guy was in a defenseless position, and he led with his head. Um, very dangerous play for both players because we've seen guys do that and, and not end up well for either guy. Um, but the NFL says, look, and guys have said, man, y'all do all this protecting. Y'all protect the quarterback. There ain't nobody protecting any other position. NFL said, okay, note it. We're going to take you. I, I hate, Skip, that, you know, because this happened like in the second quarter. Derwin James is the pro post safety. So you've removed him from the game. But they're saying we're going to put safety. I guess in this instance, they say we're going to put safety. Put safety above all else. I understand Derwin James is one of your better players, but we want him to play the game the right way, and yeah. that's not the right way. So I'm not surprised. Basically, that is textbook. Yeah. If you want to say, okay, what, what should we look for if we're going to disqualify defensive players, Skip, for unsportsmanlike or unnecessary roughness? Mm. <sighs> here it is right here. That was a textbook play. I don't, there's nothing really to debate. There's no, there's no debate to this. He led with the crown of his helmet, and fortunately, unfortunately, both guys were uh, knocked out of the game. He was going to be he was going to be disqualified because he was removed, but he was in concussion protocol also. So, Skip, for me, I mean, I don't really there's I can't even summons up a, an argument for Derwin James to remain in the ball game. I thought about it, but I can't either. <laughs> I realize that big hits have been a big part of the appeal of the National Football yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, You remember they used to package them? They remember did. the big you did jacked up they and, jacked and up. big hits and Back all the Back in my days on ESPN, didn't they have the whole, a whole segment. segment on? Yeah, with, uh, with Chris Berman and, uh, yeah. and um, Tom, 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 Jackson. Tom Jackson. Yeah, yeah, jacked up, yeah. Jack you up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I watched because, yeah, it's highly entertaining. Yeah. Well... I look up last night, and what's trending right after this is Jack Tatum. Well, people are still fascinated with Jack Tatum because of what happened to Daryl Stingley. Yeah. And it was a little bit of a freakish accident in a preseason game, but you mentioned your brother and, mm-hmm. and the issue he was facing, and the doctor told him one more of those, yeah. and you're a paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what happened to Stingley. Stingley. Mm-hmm. And obviously, nobody, nobody, I don't care how much you like to watch violence or violent movies that. or what, nobody wants to see that mm-hmm. because this is real life. So I get it. It, it was a Tatum-esque hit. And Derwin James is a football he's a, he's a player. Physical, he's a physical uh, safety. He's he is, very physical. He's as physical as it gets. He had a nice interception. he just come back from injury, but... I, I tried to rationalize it, and I, I'm with you. I can't. I, I can't, Skip. He just went helmet to helmet as hard as he could go. Right. 
Now, it was interesting, both Troy Aikman on the broadcast and then the Chargers coach Brandon Staley after the game made the point that you have to be careful if you're the quarterback, you threw him into danger, right? right? And how many times did you get thrown into oh, danger? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, the only thing I would always tell John is say, just give me a chance to protect myself. Yeah. I understand you're going to have to make tight throws. I'm going to have to make contested catches. But just give me an opportunity. Just let me get an opportunity to protect myself, okay. and I'm good. Okay. So Brandon Staley's quote was, it's a play where the Colts obviously laid the guy out in a tough position, which is their fault, not ours, and Derwin made an aggressive play. Listen, if you play the position you played, if you play <laughs> wide receiver – you go get those. You go get a couple You're just going to get them because you can't help it. Right. The the quarterback position is too hard to play in the first place. It's too hard to complete a pass. Period. Right. Let alone trying to keep, save you from yourself right. by by putting you in a position where you won't get what the Cowboys used to call a medicine ball that they mm-hmm. now call a hospital ball. Yep. It's just going to happen. If if you're going to go over the middle and catch a football. You have to throw into what's called tight windows, and that puts you in harm's way. I got hit. I got hit like that, Skip. Um, we playing the Raiders, and we were in a two tight end set. I was playing the wide tight end. Uh, Brian Chamberlain was playing the uh, the, uh, the, yep. other, the the tiger. And every time they lined up in this formation, the Raiders, it was man coverage. They would walk the li- they walk the linebacker. He would run with the tiger tight end. This time they played cover two, mm. and I got a flat route. Mm. He put his helmet right there. Who? Do you remember? I don't remember the guy's name, Skip. Hmm. That's the hardest hit. And when he hit me, my feet went one way, my helmet and chin strap and ear pads went another way. Would he have been flagged today? Oh, absolutely. Might he have been ejected today? I mean, I'll go back and look at it. I mean, he put his helmet right up under my chin. I got hit a couple of times like that. Uh, Orlando Thomas, rest his soul. He caught me like that one time. And there's another safety. Damn, the Vikings got me a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He might have been thrown out of the game also. But, yeah, it caught me. They, I didn't even get a flag. I ain't get nothing. And when you got hit under the chin, it left you feeling how? Man, I was dazed. I was woozy as a, as a you-know-what. Were you concussed? Oh, absolutely. Yep. I was, but I stayed in the game, and, <laughs> and we ran a, a series later, had a had a, a stick route, four yards, roll out. Man, get my own. John threw the ball, and the next thing I know, I heard the ball hit the back wall. Because I didn't get back. Well, I was so far. I was in a fog. I don't, even, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything, but I hate. But you know, back this game. Okay, was it enjoyable for fans to watch? I, I assume to some. Well, not degree. my fans. They were like, yeah. "Ooh, yeah, yeah you talking about ooh?" No, I'm just talking about just fans. Oh yeah, in oh, yeah, yeah, of sure. course. Oh, they got a, they got a big, you know, they got a big hit. You skip big hits. It's like a, it's like for for a, a home crowd, big hits is like a touchdown. It is because it's yeah. a, oh, everybody's fired up on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah, this was this was this was this was whoo. Cause it's the skip. It's the ones you don't like. And like I said, if I get a chance to protect myself, I'm good. Cause I, you know, I have a, a good indication. I know what's there. He wasn't expecting that I got a roll like that, mm-hmm. not that quick. So no. he's just like, oh, I got me, and everything. Then it goes, it goes dark. Mm. I didn't know who Ashton Doolin was, and I know now because I looked him up. He went to some small school called Malone Division Two in Canton, Ohio. Believe it or not, that no longer has a football program. After that, but he has made it for four years with the Colts. After that hit, I know, he didn't thinking, even know who Aston Doolin was. He, he didn't know. He didn't know where Malone was. He didn't know where Canton, Ohio was. And they exactly. took him to the locker room. Yeah. Because he got rocked. Okay, so here's the point about the game you played, the game I've covered for a low these many mm-hmm. years. It's still a great enough game. It will be just fine without these big hits. Oh, yeah. Okay. As, as yeah. much appeal as there are yeah. to the big hits, it, it, it's still going to be the greatest game. Right. 
to me on earth without the big hits. Uh, you, the numbers say it. That's what the numbers say. I mean, you yeah. look at the, 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 uh, the viewership, can't nothing touch it. Mm-mm. I mean, you can put on four basketball games, and four basketball games won't equal one football game, even if that football game is Jacksonville, Texans. Yep. Can't nothing touch it right now. Not, not in American sports. Nope. Cannot. Nothing. Okay. And so, then you see the big package that they signed with YouTube is going to be taken over for the Sunday package? Yep. That should tell you something. Okay. So not necessary. No, 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 yep. no, 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 no. I mean, I tried. I was like, damn, man. I mean, they're making all the rules. They're making it really yep. tough for the defense to play. But you can't let a guy put his helmet in, uh, in a situation like that. No. The stakes are just too high. Health is too important, gentlemen. Yeah. All right. Speaking of amazing defenders and big hits, J.J. Watt, gentlemen, he just made a huge announcement. We're going to tell you what it wow. is when we come back. Breaking news, J.J. Watt announcing on Twitter this morning he is retiring at the end of this season. J.J. has won Defensive Player of the Year three times, and he was a member of the Hall of Fame's All-2010s team. Shannon, such a force on this game. How will you remember J.J.'s career? <laughs> he was the best player for a period of time. He was the best, player, best defensive player in all of football, and you could have made a case he was the best player in football. I remember one of Wade Phillips' first comments days. Like, well, Wade, what if what if uh, JJ Watt's a bust? He said, Yeah, he'll be a bust in Canton. And Skip, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's a five-time first-team All-Pro. As Jen mentioned, uh, all decade of the 2010s, a two-time sack leader. He's the only man to record two different seasons in which he's had at least 20 sacks. Uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Even this year, Skip, nine and a half sacks, 14 tackle for losses, 33 sack- tackles in his 12th NFL season. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be on. He's Obviously, he's going to Canton. I mean, but an impeccable career. You, you can't – I don't know if he could have done any better than what he done with his career. I don't think anybody saw this, this, because I saw him at Wisconsin skipping the uh, – I only saw him in the – I think I saw him in – I think it was the Rose Bowl. Mm. And I was like, okay, solid player. He's solid. You yep. know, uh, three, four, solid, mm-hmm. five technique. Yep. I didn't see this. Mm. Not this. Because at this point, you're like, man, well, can he be the greatest defensive? Skip, you remember that stretch? We came on and I say, Skip, I don't know. He got a chance to be the greatest defensive player all the time. And then the injuries happened and the injuries he, kinda, happened. he never recaptured what he once was. He did not. I hear everything you just said. And it's sad to me that he's only 33 years of age and he is talking about retirement. Right. Maybe maybe he'll change his mind. Yeah, he tweeted, Coa's yeah. first ever NFL game, my yep. last ever home game. Boy, he looked good the other night. But, but Tampa will do that to you. But, yeah. but it felt like a last hurrah kind of game right. for him. So he had that stretch, 2012, then 14 and 15. He's defensive player of the year. So three out of four years, you win defensive player of the year. That is dominating. Yeah, yeah. Never had that much success in the post. No. But it's, you're in the wrong place at right. the wrong time. They got to the post, but he played nine playoff games, and he was three and six, yeah. and those, as far as he got, would be the divisional round, right. obviously. Those are Houston games. Right. Didn't have the quarterback to back him up. But then to your point, and I've made this point, I kept seeing the YouTubes, and he's doing things to his body. He is risking in the name of exercise and fitness, he is risking YouTube stunts that I'm saying, that is dangerous, man. Because you know, you, you can put yourself in some precarious situations. Yeah. 
in between that and all the sumo wrestling that you have to do in the middle of a, <laughs> exactly. of a line, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden he starts to break down. So the first five years he played every game, right. and then the last six years he's only had two full seasons out of the last six because he's been hurt a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just what's going to happen at that interior position. Yes. But when Brady's playing at forty-five, you'd like to see him play past thirty-three because yes. he has great, he has Hall of Fame greatness to him. Yeah, but they yeah. they they ain't made no rules yet to protect no. D lineman. No, no offensive no. lineman skill. So you like they're hitting every single play, pass blocking or <clears throat> running. They're trying to move a man against their will. He's trying to move the offensive lineman out of his way against his will. The offensive lineman is trying to move him out of the way against his will. So collision, 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 collision. collision. and you're getting hit. From blind sides both ways, Double people team falling cut. into yep. you, and all kinds of extraneous hits yeah. or, or hit you. People are cr- yeah. crashing into you, and your knees are getting. It, yeah, like Jim Marshall Skip yeah. played 19, 20 years and didn't I, miss a game. I, I don't How? Know. I don't and know. you remember back Minnesota was outside then, Skip. So now you think about what the middle, what the winners are like in Minnesota outside, Green Bay outside, Chicago outside. Yep. And you played 20 years. Okay, so. He effectively had five great years. That's what he had. Yes. And, and they're five of the greatest defensive years. They're up there with Lawrence Taylor yes. kind of pr- pr- achievement and production. For a D-tackle yeah. to have, Skip, 20 sacks yep. and had two of those? Nobody else has ever done that. Nobody's ever had 20 sacks in multiple seasons. He did that. Yeah. He has been about as good at getting hands on passes, oh, batting yeah, footballs. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's been a better one that I can remember. Nah. What, what do we give him, six, five or yeah, six? Yeah, he's probably six, five. Okay. Six, but four, he, six, five. he can get up. Yeah. He's also, he was the Great master timing, of, of timing it and catching it. Yeah. Because his rookie season, skipping a playoff game, I think they played yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. He jumps he's up, snags it out there, and runs it back for a touchdown. Okay. That, was, that was his coming out party. Yeah, I agree. So we had a great stretch, but maybe, maybe that's all you could expect in this day and age yeah. from that body, the, the way you take a beat. If you can get that, Skip, if somebody going to tell me, say, look, man, you can only give them five years, and you will give this kind of resume, just imagine if, a, if an offensive player, Skip, gave you three MVPs, five Pro Bowls, gave you five All-Pro seasons, your Walter Payton Man of the Year, lead the league in passing, yep. or lead the league in rushing. Joe J. White had an unbelievable yeah. career. I will always wonder if, in fact, this is the end for him. If, if he tried some things exercise-wise that he shouldn't have tried. Well, I don't know, flipping a thousand-pound tires. That's what I'm or, saying. That that or, kind or, of thing. Or hopping up on sixty-inch yeah. box and his, a man his size. But I mean, you skip his look. It's, he felt that that's what he felt that's what gave him an advantage was, and so you know you push the envelopes. If this is good, a little more got to be better. Okay. And so that's what athletes try to do. You try to push no, yourself. I, I, I so got when it, it comes game, uh, I've, I've done this a million times in training. Okay, but you're you're self promoting at the risk of, of self defeating. Yeah. Because oh. we've all we've all done it, Skip. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. Me having those hundred and seventy yeah. pound dumbbells. Yep. Me trying to deadlift six hundred pounds. Me, yeah, Skip. Yeah, we we've all put ourselves at risk. And but I, just, but I don't think you tore your body down. No, 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 no. I did, but I, there are some t- there are some things. Skip, I mean, I'm a tight end. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Uh, uh, you know, you know, press 170 pound dumbbells. Why? That was my ego. Okay. But I, that's me putting myself at risk. Why the hell I need to deadlift 600 pounds? Who am I picking up? Unless it it steals you psychologically for warfare, you know, yeah, like what, like you, you like, feel like I'm just stronger and tougher than he. Right, is. Right, because I know. Excuse yeah. me. Right, I knew I was going to have to block guys. 
I was really never blocking a whole lot of guys my size. It was always a linebacker that was 250, a D-lineman that was 280, 300 pounds. Yep. So I'm like, man, hey, I bench this much. I deadlift this That's much. I should I'm be saying. able to hold him yeah. for at least to let TD get to the line of scrimmage. And yep. then TD, you on your own after that. Yep. So, yeah, but, Skip, you know, you put yourself at risk. I mean, but you know what, J.J.? Bruh. If I had a cap, I'd yeah, tip it to no. you, bro, because you had an unbelievable. No, and he got Walter Payton Man of the Year. Yep. So no. he's not only was he good in the field, he was good in the community. And Skip, remember the the, the flood that he raised? He, all, he raised that money, a lot of money for or, the victims. Uh, yeah, that's what he won the Man of the Year for. So Twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Congrats, bro. He has Real definitely well been fantastic on and off the field, guys. Yep. This announcement means this past Sunday's home game was his last ever home game. Congratulations, JJ, on an amazing career. All right, still to come, let's talk a little bit about Shannon's Lakers. Are they wasting Go. LeBron's greatness? Yeah. Skip and Shannon will debate that when we come back. LeBron dropped 38 points against the Mavericks on Christmas Day in primetime. Lakers still lost, though, 124-115. Following that defeat, the Athletics said the Lakers are, quote, wasting LeBron James's greatness. Woo! Shannon, jump on in here. Do you agree with the Athletic? Of course I do, because when they signed the extension skip, the Lakers promised him they would put a contending team around him in order to compete for a championship. And what have they done? They haven't done that. Um, they're not good enough. They don't have good enough players. They don't really have players that complement LeBron. He needs shooters around him. I obviously understand, Skip. You need a guy like Austin Reeves that's a junkyard dog that can do a lot of different things. He's a smart player. He can rebound the basketball. He can pass the basketball. He can make plays for other people. But you need shooters. And now with AD being out, and that's probably one of the main reasons is AD has hasn't been able to stay healthy for whatever reason, his body. Uh, maybe he grew too fast. You know, because one, you know, Skip, he's a point guard. He's six foot tall, six two. And in the span of three months, he's six foot ten. Yep. And so maybe uh, that threw his body out of proportion because he has a lot of lower body and knee and ankles and feet, feet. And big men normally have problems with their feet. But Skip, yes, LeBron can put up all the numbers. I mean, he's going to have the best career for a 36-year-old, for a 37-year-old, for a 38-year-old. But at the end of the day, kind of like pass, pass rush win rate. Mm-hmm. What'd that get us? He got the best man. That man had the best season at 36, best season at 38. He got the best season at 39, 40. Mm. But at the end of the day, Skip, it's about what? Championships. Once you get to LeBron James's level, and I'm sure he's very happy with the way he's playing, but he'd be a lot happier if it, if, if it meant he was going to be in a contending situation. And currently he's not. So, yeah, 30 points in, in, in seven consecutive games. That's the, second, that's the longest active streak in the NBA, Skip. Do you know that? Mm. Man, about to be 38. I mean, mm. about to be 38. Hold on. What a day is. Mm. Yeah, about three days away, you got a birthday. Really? Yeah, I got to wish that man have a birthday. Might send him a cake. Mm. Yeah. So, but it don't mean nothing. His team is falling toward the very bottom so of the So they are wasting. So you agree with me. They're wasting this man's greatness. They're wasting you do. I don't. I think Jeannie Buss and Rob Blink are getting a raw deal here because they are the recipients of, of all the angst and agony of Laker Nation that should be aimed at LeBron himself because he got exactly what he wanted because originally he wanted Anthony Davis. Clutch client, Rich Paul wanted we him. We got a Maverick. championship, Skip. Okay, you did that. We okay, won so, another one. So, so you went out and you got him. 
but he's also been fragile his whole career. Yeah. He's been hurt left and right and up and down. He's always hurt. True. But you had one magic ride through that bubblicious bubble, and he stayed healthy through that run. And it was it was a weird sample size because you, you got LeBron later in his career, you gave him a run-up of a couple of months where he got to rest up mm-hmm. for the run in the bubble. So it it was perfect because everybody was healthy and stayed healthy through the bubble. Right. Okay? You you got it. Voila, you got your bubbleicious championship. I still think it deserves an asterisk. It don't deserve no asterisk. Okay, Had well, the Clippers won it, you wouldn't have put no asterisk. No, but they, they choked didn't. like the they gagging choked. dogs they were. They were, but they aren't anymore. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll talk about that in just a moment. <laughs> but then LeBron and AD wanted Russell Westbrook. And they pushed hard for Russ. And Jeannie said, okay, give them Russ, even though it's going to cost us $44 million one year and $47 million the second year. Yeah. And there have been moments this year where you thought it wound up maybe not being worth $47 million, but these been pretty much worth. No, without a championship, okay. you can, without a championship, this trade was good for Russ is bad. Without a championship, the only way you could justify a trade when you okay. give up so much, Skip, you got to go in a championship. You gave up what you gave him to get Anthony Davis, but at least you can say, well, Skip, we got number 17. You got it. Okay, you got it. And you got Russ, and it didn't work last year, but, but they tried because – they gave you a third member of the big three. That's what you thought because you right. got three slam dunk first ballot Hall of Famers in one lineup, all at, at, at least in the backside of their primes. I think LeBron's still in still his, in his, his okay? Yeah, well, I, he, well, I didn't say he had the front of it, no, but he's, he's still in he's it. He's still in his prime. Yeah, for okay? sure. Because you can't do what he just did, not be somewhere at the end of your prime, but still in the prime, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you've got those three. What what more could you want? Well, then you got to mix and match because LeBron's going to insist on taking the max money. So all of a sudden, you got to. Yeah, what would you? After you saw what Rob Pelinka did, why would I get Rob Pelinka money to, to mess up? Because I, I can mess up my own money. I would go Tim Duncan, and I would say I'll take nothing. Well, with, well give me R.C. Okay. Buford, and okay. I go Tim Duncan. All right. Well, maybe give me Bob Myers, and I go Tim Duncan. All right, but you got Rob Pelinka, and I don't think he's an idiot. And yet he put together what, what he had to work with with the cap. He got you Lonnie Walker, and you've been excited like about him. And yeah. you think he's been shooting the lights yeah. out, right? Okay, so there's one shooter you got. Yeah. And he went and got you Pat Bev, and he none didn't play what last you, year. You but, you okay. None ain't none giving us none, none this year. Okay. All right, but I thought that was a pretty good move. He's and be- Austin Reeves has been like a revelation because you, you just got him for nothing, zero. Yeah. He's undrafted out of nowhere, right, out yeah. of Arkansas and Oklahoma. Yeah. And look what he's giving you. He's pretty good, yes. right? He's a starter for your team. Yes. Okay? And Schroeder. I think Schroeder's played very well. I know he missed the shot at the end of the Charlotte game the other night, but he's been pretty good. LeBron is a horrible three-point shooter, so he's actually shooting himself in the foot right now because he's barely over 30%, and Russ is worse. Okay? So those are your two mainstays. Your, your two biggest attempts from three are by LeBron and Russ. Well, that's not Rob Polinka's fault. Can I ask you a question? He, you, a question yep. you were married before, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why didn't you stay married? Because it wasn't working. Well... It wasn't working. Okay. Yeah, we were just like high school sweethearts. This is a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, we kind of grew away from each other. It was a bad yep. idea. They signed Russ. Yeah. But you want the Lakers to stay in that situation, and you want LeBron to bear this okay, burden well, you, for you, the rest of his okay, career. But you have no choice but to no, stay no, no, in No, 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 you do got a choice. With Russ? Yes. Well, you're stuck no, no, with no, him. No, no, no. Oh, we, Skip, you can trade. You still, we still have assets. 
Okay. I'm not saying to trade. I'm not saying trade. Just make a trade just okay. for the sake of trading. Okay. Because I if you it. trade those picks, those are your roster moving forward. All right. But I'm saying, I think in free agency there are some picks that they could have gotten. Look, you could. Uh, I don't know why uh, uh, Utah didn't trade us Bogey. We uh, a lot of this could be trade. We had Bogey like McDonovan that went to Detroit. Maybe. Well, maybe. Okay. But. Shannon Sharp sat right in that same seat before the season started, and you loved this team. No, I didn't. Maybe you didn't love it, but you liked it. I, you, did, you thought it could be the third or fourth seed. Yes, but, right? I, but what did I tell you when they were thinking about Russ? What did I tell you from the jump when, they, when the rumors started you, circulating? You called it. You said no. If they had just listened to me. You wanted to go Buddy Heald. Yes. Yeah. Because Buddy Heald's a shooter. I'm not saying Buddy, Buddy Heald will never have the career that Russ has had. But Buddy Hill's a better fit for LeBron than what Russ is. Okay. You take you can take a skip. You take guys. I mean, look at Mike Miller. Look at some of those guys. No, they know. never had the career, no. but they work better for LeBron because they can space the floor and allow him to operate to come downhill. Yeah. Well, you got man. Ain't nobody guarding Russ in the corner. Let him shoot it. No, he's he's a, worse a, a than ever. A lot of those guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody shoot the three except Lonnie Walker. Okay. But I don't think that, that Rob Palenka is ruining the end of, Ro- of LeBron. He career. is. No, he's not. Well, put pieces around him. Hold on. What did Tom Brady do? Tom Brady said, y'all ain't got enough of me in, 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 uh, in Tampa. He did. Let me go down here. Excuse me. In New England. Let yeah. me go down here to Tampa, get with these young receivers, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and win a championship. Okay, LeBron. Rob Gronkowski. And, yeah. Antonio Evan, Brown. Yeah. Okay. Well, give us some, LeBron said, give me some of that. Yep. Okay. I don't know. Just looks like. They're a bad basketball team. They are. Lakers yep. in Orlando tonight, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Getting ready to take on the Magic. Then it's a back-to-back versus <laughs> That's the Heat trouble. tomorrow night. Maybe we go to hey, let's talk about the other L.A. team when we come back. What does the Clippers' historic comeback Bro, last what night prove? That's next nothing. right here on Undisputed. <laughs> Sounds like a full plate. All right, let's talk a little NBA here. The Clippers came back from 14 points down with only three minutes left in the fourth quarter. They end up beating the Pistons 142-131 in overtime. Y'all, this is historic. Before last night, since 1996, teams were 2 and 12,873 went down by 14 with three minutes left. Shannon, how big of a threat are the Clippers in the West? Well, tell me how healthy Kawhi is going to be. Can he play every? Can he play every other day, Skip? He did not play last night. He did not play last night, and they're trying to rest him. Maybe they know something that we don't, Skip, because <clears throat> the West gonna go, is going to be very tight. And if Kawhi can play every other night, this team with Paul George and Kawhi, they are very well coached. T. Lou is as good a coach as anybody in the NBA. I don't care what you say, T. Lou is it, and he has these guys. No matter who steps on the court, they play hard every single night. And because you got two superstars and they play hard, yep. they'll be there. But if Kawhi's not there every night, ain't going nowhere. I will agree because I saw Kawhi play at Sixers last Friday night, and it was something to behold. And it was one of the best shootouts I've seen all year, and the Sixers pulled it out. But the point is, Ty Lue is the best. And this team plays so hard they for do. him and will not quit for him. Nope. Because that's 10 times since he took over the Clippers that they've come from at least 10 down in the fourth quarter. And that's by far the best in the NBA over this period of yes. time. So that's what they got going for them. They are hard. He should have been our coach. We should have had T. Lou. But should've who problem was that? You want to blame LeBron for everything else? It was else? a crazy he comeback. Did he? Awesome Blinker. show, gentlemen. I hate to interrupt, but we are out of time. We're back tomorrow morning. Stay tuned.